Whether you're an amateur or professional cook, we can all agree that we'd love to be outdoors. So what if I told you there was a company that could enhance your outdoor cooking experience in any situation? Do I have your attention? Let me introduce to you Camp Chef. For my backyard barbecuers, their pellet smokers combined with its Wi-Fi technology and adjustable smoke levels is a total game changer. Not to mention their signature pellet dump, ash dump, and slide and grill features makes your pellet grill unlike any other. But wait, let's attach the one and only sidekick onto the side of that smoker powered by a 28,000 BTU burner. And now we can griddle, grill, and even bake a pizza on your very own pizza oven. Do you like the camp, guys? Camp Chef's got you covered there, too. They provide a plethora of portable propane grills, griddles, and even portable pellet smokers, y'all. So go to CampChef.com and treat yourself to the highest quality cooking products out there to ensure that you, your family, and friends have the best food you've ever had anytime, anywhere. Camp Chef. y'all welcome back to another episode of that reload podcast i'm your host joel owner of reload rub and seasoning sitting across from me is jeremy the kitchen white law Meh. next to him is our pit master and producer mr matt far levels levels and last but not least sweet and sassy sometimes salty miss stacy hey guys on today's episode guys we're gonna be talking a lot of bourbon a little bit of current events and we're always gonna do what we always do is catch up. What's the hand for? What's going on? What gives? Is this not a great episode? Man, I'm trying to change it up. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I'm trying to change Come it up. On, man. Y'all, 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 y'all keep saying shit about it. So I'm trying if to change it up. If you don't tell the people it's a great episode, how are they going to know? <laughs> I know. Yeah, you're, exactly. You're 100% right. Well, this one's going to be uh, up in the air. They can decide for themselves as they listen. <laughs> If they know it's a great episode, they won't listen. They'll just make, okay, it's going to be great. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. You got to yeah. have some suspense. Five yeah. stars. Good a to go. little suspense. That's it. Yeah. yeah. So we are coming off Mother's Day weekend. You know, last weekend was Mother's Day. Yeah. Um, I'm assuming you guys were excellent husbands and celebrated the mothers in your life. Well, that would make an ass out of you and me. Yeah. <laughs> well. <laughs> I did. Uh, I did I a good job. Sorry. I did a good thing. I was dead asleep and two little kids jumped into my bed. And then here comes Mr. Licklider with a tray with some delicious homemade French toast. Yeah. Did I see you said that was your first time having French toast? It was that I, that I had thought of. Of course, my friend messaged me and she was like, what? She that, said, no. I made you French toast in October, but no. it was gluten-free French toast. <laughs> she made her gluten-free oh, French toast. Count. That's not no. French toast. Yeah. yeah. She had Sorry, used like, gluten-free bread because we were having a baby shower for my friend that has celiac disease. And so, but it was, it was really, I do remember now, I, I have the worst memory with it. So dude, it was, it was, I had not made French toast in a hard ass minute. All right. Been a long time. <laughs> Obviously, if your wife's never had it. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I've got to say, I'm not yeah. a big breakfast eater. Not going to lie. Over a decade. Right? Okay. We yeah. never, like, I'm just never have been like really into breakfast foods. And so we never do like breakfast for dinner. I'm never one that's like, oh. let's have a big breakfast Ugh. in the morning. He usually has cereal or something. And I have coffee until like yeah. almost lunchtime. So I, uh, 
insisted on going. But to- I need my mind changed on that. I'm sorry. Sorry to interrupt. But <laughs> I, I, you know, we've talked about doing a, a breakfast podcast. You know, I do like your Dutch baby, Jeremy. Stacy, why, why are you Biscuits? the way you are? <laughs> why are you the way you are? So, um, Michael Scott. Anyways, I <laughs> went to go pick up our groceries. And while I was there, I bought some separate groceries. Um, we bought the, you know, the Texas toast. Yeah, I was wondering where all Texas, that stuff came Texas, from. Texas, Texas toast, the br- loaf of Texas bread, what the hell they call it. Yeah. Uh, Texas that bread, thick, that's that, what it's called. Yeah. That takes that thick cut bread. But, um, got some, dude, I tried to get, I was at Walmart, bro. And I was trying to find some, con, you know, powdered sugar, some confectioner sugar or whatever. Mm-hmm. And all I could get was a bag, like two pound bag of sugar. They had no like small, you know, portion, like a little box of it or something. All I, needed, yeah. two, all I needed it for was two pieces of bread. You know what I mean? Huh? I think Jeremy go, uses go it big. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I'll give I you do. this bag then. We don't use it all the time. But, right. um, Anyways, I just, uh, I took two beaten eggs. I did some uh, vanilla extract, some cinnamon, mixed it in with the egg, dipped that stuff all in there, you know, fried it up inside that cast iron skillet. And then- uh, We actually used the, didn't you use the, I, I know this because it wasn't washed, the Talon cookware? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, used, I used the Talon cast iron. I said we, I, I was asleep. because I had to wash it. That's right. But uh, no, I used, that thing was great, man. It heated up quick. I uh, had plenty mm-hmm. of room for two pieces of bread in there. Um, but, you know, got those all, all sizzled up, put them on there put some uh, sugar on top, the powdered sugar on top. I even put little strawberries and a nice little pretty, you know, decorative, oh, yeah. some, blue, some oh, blueberries, fancy. y'all. Come on. I, I, was, I was, I had some presentation. It was going. great. And I uh, brought it up there and slapped it on her lap in the bed. With flowers and hot coffee. And then he took with the kids downstairs. So I was able to have peace oh, and quiet during the, that time. The kids helped me make it, which was a bear, but they, they, we, they did help me make it. Now, did you make one of the famous uh, bourbon mimosas uh, that our friend oh, Sarah no. Polygirl17 told us about? Or? We did not. I gave her wow. coffee. Yeah, she wow. Got, she, I missed that shot. Let down. So, did this did this experience change your mind on breakfast, Stacey? I really enjoy I really, really enjoyed it. And I I'm kind of excited. I think we should do the breakfast podcast at some point. Okay. Like you say you don't like breakfast food, but every time you have a breakfast food, you're like, man, that was really good. I know. Uh-huh, well, this right? is it. This is what we have to do. I will be the critic. She I will be the taste tester. The breakfast food is what it is. You, yeah. A thousand percent. You guys all bring your A game and try to win me over with breakfast. What do you, does that sound good or what? I'll bring great. my B game and win, win you, you over. over. Win me over with some breakfast dishes. <laughs> Jeremy said he could bring his B game and win you over. <laughs> Your B game. Number B game. I want to bring my D game, girl. <laughs> oh, ooh, ooh, all right. All right, you guys do that. And Matt and I will eat each other's breakfast. <laughs> hey, so, uh, oh, no, dirty, what we actually. need. I know, it really does. <laughs> as much as I love your Dutch baby, Jeremy, I want some of that double action sausage gravy and homemade buttermilk biscuits. Ooh, so, so that is something we did for Mother's Day. Um, my mom and sister came up and uh, and stayed with us for the weekend. And uh, my before she came up, my mom said, I want uh, sausage gravy and biscuits and I want uh, burgers. So uh, day before Mother's Day, we did uh, sausage gravy and uh, homemade buttermilk biscuits. Um, and both of those recipes are up on my website. Just posted them this week. Uh, so previous week when this airs. So check those out. Uh, but yeah, uh, Sausage gravy, which Matt and I actually worked on this like a year ago and just never did anything with it. And finally I was mm-hmm. like, Hey, I got a website. 
this is going on there. <laughs> and that's another thing. I hate to like disappoint you guys. You're going to cry, but like, I've never been a biscuits and gravy fan. Yeah, I've never, no. it's just something I never like, uh, choose just, to eat. You've just never had the right yeah. biscuits and Amen. gravy. Then. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. So mine is like, mine is like super flavorful, super like, it's almost like a red eye gravy. Cause there's like so much uh, chili powder and smoked yeah. paprika and double action and the color. Um, yeah. Yeah. It, it's almost reddish in color uh, and super thick. I cook it down until it's really thick. I mean, you, you, you got to cut your biscuit and put some on there. It, it, it's almost like a spread or something. It's so thick, um, but it's it. really good. And then, uh, so we did that. And then uh, the next day we did some, uh, some burgers. I got that new, uh, that Kevry grill. I was yeah. Guys I think it was badass. Yeah, it's really cool. Uh, you can go to my page, check it out. Um, it's it it's like a charcoal oven. There's a drawer on the bottom for the charcoal, and then the inside there's like three different levels. You can like cook whatever you're cooking at, and you can smoke or you can sear stuff. So I was like, "What's the first cook I want to do on it?" And so I did burgers. Uh, I put some Benton's bacon on the top rack and let that roast in there. Pulled Ooh, that out. Drip down on the. No, oh, you didn't I put it. On, it I put it on a. Yeah, no, I, I put it on a rack just because I didn't want like fl- a, a ton of flare ups. Yeah, sure. And so, um, I uh, Benton's bacon on top rack. Got my homemade brioche buns, of course, with some Duke's mayo. Toasted them on the bottom. Pulled those out, and then uh, I had stopped by uh, Simpsons Meat, that local butcher uh, right here in uh, Knoxville, and they had some. Uh, they had just done some fresh, uh, fresh ground burgers from their steak trimming. So I got a couple packs of those, some big old half pound uh, pub burgers cooked them on the bottom, then moved into the top so they could finish, uh, threw some slices of cheddar cheese on there. So bacon cheddar burgers, pretty simple, but very delicious. Mm. I saw it. Did that, you feel like that thing cooked pretty even, bro? Like, was it, you know, uh, so like f- first cook, um, and I had, uh, w- when I was toasting the buns, it was right when I first started and I still had all the charcoal kind of piled in the middle there. Yeah. I hadn't moved it around yet. So of course there was a hot spot in the middle there and I haven't done any low and slow cooks. I, I might do one either tomorrow or this weekend, um, just to kind of try it out and see, but yeah. there's like three levels in there. So you could move your stuff all the way to the, t- I think if you're going to smoke, you'd probably want to move it all the way to the top just so it's furthest away from the fire. Right. And the thing's pretty tall. I mean, I would say at least if you're on the top rack, you're probably 18 to 20 inches away from the fire. So it, oh, it's, wow. it's, it's pretty big. Yeah. It kind of looks um, like a toolbox. <laughs> it does. Yeah. It, it looks like a really badass, like, ro- like one of those big rolling, you know, toolboxes. Yeah. That, that's mm-hmm. what it looks like. It, it's, it, it's on wheels as a stand and everything. Uh, pretty cool company out of, uh, out of South America. Uh, the uh, Kevry grill is what it is. So they ship to America for those things. Like they they, are, are they available for purchase here in America? Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're available. So they, they've been down in uh, Chile for like three years and been doing sure. really well. And, and they're just getting into the American market. Uh, super great group of people. Uh, they're moving production, everything over here for this market. And, uh, yeah, you can go on their website, order them. Um, it's the Kevry grill H one and, uh, they have like a black one and a red one. And so I got the red one cause it looks badass. Hell yeah. How much do those run? Uh, I want to say for everything. Um, I think it's like 13 or $1,500 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's double walled steel, uh, with insulation in the center. So it's incredibly efficient. Um, I put half a box of the, uh, te- like the 10 pound, um, jealous devil charcoal briquettes. I put like half a box in there, like five pounds. I did, um, the burgers that whole cook that night and like the grill got over like 700 degrees when I was doing that. It got super hot in there when I was doing the burgers, um, pull, you know, shut it down and it saved the charcoal. Huh? The next day I didn't add any charcoal. I just lit it up again and I cooked my, uh, my meal prep chicken for the week. I did, uh, I did 
double magnum chicken. So double action and magnum on chicken breast uh, mm. for my l- lunges for the week. It was really good. I, I did the lowest rack, got a nice sear on it. And then I closed it down again. And there's still like today I was like messing with it, getting it clean. Cause I was going to do a cook uh, today, but I didn't, I'm probably gonna do it tomorrow. But uh, yeah, I mean, there were still a third of the charcoal left. So very efficient. I bet Momo loved that. Oh, she loved it. Yeah. Her and her yoga. I mean, it was, Yogurt. Yogurt. Fantastic. So we actually, um, for Mother's Day, decided to go out to eat, which I know that's kind of what most people do on Mother's Day, but we had not been out to eat with my parents in over a year. Yeah. Since the, mm. the pandemic stuff started. And so we thought, you know, we're all fully vaccinated at this point. Let's go out. There's this little place uh, close by that's, it's like a restaurant in a marina. Yeah. And so it's right next to the lake, a beautiful patio. It's got, it's got pretty good food. So we were able to hang out with, with my mom. Um, and we're planning to go this weekend with Julie's parents too. So, uh, it was just a cool experience to finally get to go out to eat with everybody again. And we got these things. So for the grandmas, we got these digital frames for them for mother's day. They're called aura frames. My mom's got Uh, one. Man, yeah, they are Ty's so has one. cool. Yeah, so cool. Now, and you can like, you can add it you from add like a far. Pictures. Yeah, you add pictures mm-hmm. from your phone straight into the app, and it just shows lot shows up on like the grandparents' frames. Yeah, you can They're put a little anything bit pricey, you want. But, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. We've yeah. we've we've put some crazy things on Joel's mom's page. Yeah, like <laughs> goober stuff. She'll just be like in her kitchen, and all of a sudden see like a crazy picture <laughs> we've thrown on there. I'm gonna take a picture of my ass and put it on there. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, w- w- we should all add each other to the frame to, to to each other's uh, grandparents' frames and just <laughs> add our kids to it, and they'll, they'll be so confused. They'll be like, "When did Harper turn into a little boy?" Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> would be funny, but it was funny because my my mom opened it and she was like, "Oh, thanks." You know, I'm you know. She did the mom thing. She's like, oh, I really like this. You know, thanks a lot. And uh, (laughs) then like I got a text message like two days later and she's like, I love this. Like, this is so cool. Like, they're like, every time we walk by it, we're looking to see what new picture is on there. Because we preloaded like 200 pictures. I was telling her, it's like ever since Harper's been born, we've been taking all these pictures with our phones and cameras and stuff. And we've only been like trickling out like a quarter of those to the grandparents because we knew that we were planning to get on these frames. So it was like, you know, all of these pictures that they had never seen. It's just, it was a cool thing. If, if anybody's yeah, for looking them. for like an awesome thing to get for your parents, grandparents, these, it's called an aura frame, a U R a, it's got a really slick app. It's a little bit pricey, but it's worth it. That's no, they're That's awesome. something like that they didn't know they needed until they got it, you know. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, so. we cooked up a feast for my mom. You know, she loves ribeyes. They're my mom and dad are both obsessed with Haldeman family meats. They order all the time. Like they're huge snobs when it comes to their Oh, I saw this. Yeah. yeah. So she's always talked about I want I want to have a tomahawk. I've never had a tomahawk, which is a ribeye, but it's still the whole experience. It's fun, it's barbaric, it's carnivorous, you know, so we, um, decided to cook up two prime tomahawks from Haltman. Don't you mean mama hawks? Mama hawks. We cooked, <laughs> mama we, we cooked up two mama hawks for mother's day and then, um, some fillets as well. Okay. That's Sorry. Good. Our light went off. Um, some fillets. Um, I made a big pan of, I don't, I can never remember what state the style of green beans is like this recipe. It's either like, uh, <laughs> I think it's like Arkansas or Missouri yeah. green beans. I don't know. 
But it's like it's like green beans, and you so good. You put bacon on top, but then you also make like a slurry to kind of pour all over it. So it's like brown sugar, soy sauce, garlic powder, um, which like different things like that, and you pour it all over the beans and then bake it, and it's phenomenal. So we made that. We made some um, pans of macaroni and cheese, and it was a delicious feast. So now Sue Bear, Sue Bear got her own mama hawk, right? Yep. Oh my gosh, she good, well, she good. didn't get her own mama hawk, but we like Joel no, sliced I it get, all up. I did give her the whole, but he left the like some meat on on one of them because she loves to eat it right off the bone. And so she was sitting in her chair on the fire. We had the brio fired up, and she was eating straight from the bone. And Reed was like, "I want one of those ribs." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he thought rib. it was like you know, obviously a things giant are big rib, as but, head, but. Uh, no, he, he thought we were serving ribs and they just happened to be like gigantic ones. It so. was good, man. We had a nice charcoal flavor. He's not wrong. Delicious. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, is, it is a rib. <laughs> He's not, not wrong. <laughs> so, but that was it, man. That was our kind of our mother's day festivities. Um, it was really chill. You know, Stacy, um, I think this has been a trend with a lot of moms too. You know, she said, you know, on actual mother's day, she's like, I don't want any plans. Cause my mom, was in uh, her and my dad. They went on vacation with another uh, couple friend of theirs to the Dominican. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they weren't here. So we didn't. And my have, parents uh, were heading to, to New York um, on Mother's Day. So we celebrated on Saturday. So it was the first Mother's Day that was, I could do what I wanted. She goes, I don't want to do anything. He's like, do you want to like do anything? <laughs> like anything special? And I'm like, no, like I'm fine with just Dude, we binged, we binged on Netflix. We, we ate junk. It was great. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was a big good yeah, day for me Yeah, we made too. like baked chicken tenders yeah. for dinner. Like it was blissful. Like <laughs> good chicken patties. Yeah. <laughs> it was bliss. It was awesome. So, and of course the boys spoiled me as well. They did. The boys were really good. And I mean, meaning you as well. You wouldn't let me lift a finger. Well, you know. I mean, and then of you course didn't have I woke to clean up. that cast iron pan. Yeah, he he didn't let me do anything that day, but I woke up the next day and it was all waiting for me. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. I cleaned that damn kitchen. It's Mother's Day when you don't do anything that day, but then you wake up and have to do all the things you That's didn't right. do on Mother's don't Day. Don't worry, honey. We, we, we won't do anything, day. honey. We won't do anything. You can just do it tomorrow. But moving the table, you're going to put our light out again. Um. Anyways, no, he did. He had had all the dishes and everything done, so... Anyways. what? Real quick, though. what What's everybody drinking tonight? What, what's everybody sipping on? Oh, I'll go first. I've yeah. got uh, something I don't usually drink, but I've actually got a couple bottles of it. It's Old Forester 1910. So, Joel, I know you're big on the 1920. Oh, so good. I had some last This night. one, 1910's good. Uh, oh, I would say it's probably not quite as good as the 20. This one's a 93 proofer. Probably drinks a little bit hotter than 93 proof, in my opinion. So, it's still a tasty pour. Though. Uh, well, Very if flavor. you listen to last week's episode, that's the greatest bourbon in the entire world. No, the 100 proofer was. Never mind. Oh. Mm. Okay. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, it was the 100 proof. Yeah. Okay, never mind. I would know. I, I've completely blocked that out of my mind, so yeah. I don't know what you guys are talking <laughs> Stacey about. Stacy made that list, guys. <laughs> <That's right>. Yes. <laughs> it was Stacey's list. Uh, Jeremy, what you drinking? I am drinking a beautiful uh, zero proof uh, Topo Chico Topo uh, mineral Chico. water. Uh, that is my drink of choice tonight. Very nice. The bubbly. I am drinking a proud Atlanta Braves partner, Coors Latte. Silver Bullet. Mm-hmm. Coors. And I, my friends, check it out. Oh, bam. Look at you. Bam. What do you think? Yeah. Well, tell the listeners first. Well, first yeah. of all, <laughs> I, I am drinking out. Probably of, one of the sexiest glasses. One of the sexiest, best feeling glasses I've ever had. I, it's a, a thick boy. The famous 
Denver and Lily glass. Yep. Recommended yep. by producer Matt right here. Um, I thought these were going to be daintier glasses, man, but the, the, the they're ba- hardy. The they're base of the chonky. bottom. Yeah. It's a chonky glass. And I love chunky whiskey but glasses. Dude, it really punches, punches, punches you in the face with the aromas. Mm-hmm. Like the, it's, I'm getting everything I want from a Glen Karen out of this mother right here. It's my new favorite, right? Here. Hands down. The thing that's different between this and a Glen Karen is the it's the same basic shape, but it's like squattier and wider. It's so chunky. your nose goes in the glass while you're sipping it. Yes. I know. You know how many whiskey glasses we have. Oh. I mean, we have a plethora of bourbon drinking mm-hmm. glasses. I'm, and Joel was like, Are any of the Denver and Lilies clean? So that I could have one. I and I said no. I said they're both they're both in the sink. And he was like, I'll wash them. I cleaned it. I cleaned it mother. <laughs> you cleaned it just to have it on the show. Yep. Well, I did. You, what yeah. are you actually <laughs> drinking though? Uh, I have got a beautiful pour of seventeen ninety two foolproof in this mother. Mm. Oh wow! And any it, water in there? None. Zero. And that's it, like bourbon syrup, man. It is like ha, baby. <laughs> it's well, like, it's like one hundred twenty eight proof or something like that. Uh, one twenty five. Okay. Or at least this bottle that I got is. Yeah. Ah, so good. So good. So that's what I'm drinking tonight. It's uh, very, very tasty. So, um, how's everybody's gas tanks oh, holding up? We're talking about this. <laughs> oh, that was next yes. episode, wasn't it? Or next segment? Hey, let's take a break. And when we come back, we'll talk about the gas shortage. <laughs> <laughs> Segway. See you soon. <laughs> Sorry. What's up, y'all? When it comes to meat, the TRP crew chooses only the best. Haltman Family Meats. At HaltmanFamilyMeats.com, they bring you the true butcher shop experience. Fresh meat, never frozen, and shipped straight to your door. Your order comes to you neatly packaged in butcher paper, trimmed, and ready to cook, guys. You no longer have to worry about cleaning up your cuts for you and your guests. Simply unwrap, cook, and serve. They have the best prime Angus fillets, dry-aged ribeyes, hand-pressed burgers stuffed with cheddar cheese and smoked bacon, y'all. But let's not forget, you got to add a few packages of their skirt steak for the best steak tacos you'll ever sink your teeth into. So right now, go to HaltemanFamilyMeats.com and use code TRP21 and you'll save 15% off the butcher shop experience that will change your life. Haltman. Family All right, guys, so we are back from the break. And as Stacy alluded to, there's been a little gas shortage happening, y'all, here in the Southeast. And everybody's been uh, kind of freaking out a little bit. Um, I'm at half a tank right now. And <gasps> bah, bah, bah. half a tank. And one thing I wanted to talk about it was has the shortage and not, you know, at, at, you know, as of yesterday, we were not sure as to how long this could potentially go on for. Did you guys change up your routes or like your plans or anything to try to ration out your gas? No, but did you see the meme where the uh, lady was filling up a laundry basket full of gas? Did you see the one with the lady? No. The lady was filling up a plastic bag, like yeah. a grocery yeah, bag. I did hear yeah. about that. Did yeah, you see the one all in it? <laughs> Did you see the one where the guy was filling up Tupperware? No, I didn't see that. <laughs> okay, okay. Now, th- this is the best one. This is this is a true story. It was on the news. In my hometown in Florida, Florida man d- does this. Yep. A, guy in, a guy in his Hummer has four five-gallon uh, gas tanks in the back of it because he's being an asshole and, you know, causing more of a shortage. Uh, mm-hmm. Fills up his Hummer. 
fills up the four gas tanks, doesn't know what he's doing because he's never filled up a gas tank before, awesome. gets gas all over himself, uh, gets in his vehicle, lights a cigarette, <gasps> oh, sets no. himself and the vehicle on fire, and the whole thing goes up in flames. Did he uh, I, I don't know if he died or not. I've seen the story pop up a few times, but it's been on major news things. They have hit the burning Hummer in front of the gas station. Holy it is, smokes. Um, very much, you know, be an asshole. Dude, how do people not? comes around. Oh, I don't know how people even live. There is, there is some sort of stupid out there, guys. You know, Stacey. <laughs> like Zoolander. Oh, Stacey. Didn't that yeah. same thing happen in <laughs> Zoolander? you seen the memes <laughs> where they're Horace doing Julius. the gas fight? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> That's what Stacy goes. Stacy goes, uh if they watch the video of this lady like filling up the 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 plastic grocery bag full of oh gas. Stacy goes, God. Our sons could marry someone like this one day. <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> oh, no. It's a scary, that, scary world. It's a scary thought. Yeah. That could be your future people, daughter-in-law. Yeah. Yeah. That, that could maybe, be. maybe not her because she's gonna blow herself up, but like someone like her. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I saw there's people out there with like big rubber made containers. They're filling them up. I don't know what they plan on doing at that point. Are they gonna like just use their like pitchers and like <laughs> <laughs> scoop out what they need and fill their tank. The Kool-Aid pitcher, yeah. yeah no, I saw pitcher. one where a guy was filling up like a 55-gallon barrel and I was like, how the hell is he going to get the gas out of that thing? He's, you can't lift it up. Like, you got to so, do this here. So I do quite, <laughs> siphon, I do quite a bit of like shuffling around town. You know, where we bought the new house, I'm still having to take, I'm taking my son to school rather than riding the bus because we are, our new house is not zoned for the school that he goes to. So, we'll you know, my day consists that. of <laughs> driving to his school, driving back, then driving Reed to school, and then driving back, and then driving to Reed school again to pick him up, driving back, and then getting Jace, and so there's, and then amongst whatever other errands I've got, so then I'm like, well, who, at this point, who knows how long this shortage is going to go on, like, am I, I'm, I'm a nurse, I have to work, like, am I going to have to start, like, ride my bike down to work, um, do yeah. I need to like ration out well, my gas? Um, are groceries going to be able to get delivered to stores because truckers might not get gas readily available? Like how deep can this go? Well, check. So here we go. All right. So when this first started, all right. Tinfoil hat. Yeah. Tinfoil hat here. Okay. Where'd I you get that. Uh, we, we made it. Where did it. you find that from? We, okay. <laughs> we made it. Do, wait, do you have a tinfoil hat next to you every episode and you just wait, been waiting for like months to like pull that <laughs> yes, out? Yes, I have been. That's what I mean. You I just like been. pull it out of your back pocket. You guys can go on uh, reloadrub.com and get your tinfoil hats. Every hat they sell is actually lined with tinfoil. So a little pro tip there. That's it. There you go. That's it, guys. Always ready. So my tinfoil hat has been raging. Because I've been sitting here going, okay, uh, COVID's over. We licked that jazz. They need something else to put- True stay-at-home order. Yeah, they need something else to put us back at home or to put the thumb on us. And I was thinking to myself, this is on purpose. They're, they're doing this on purpose. They're out to get us again. You know, all that jazz. But, um, you know, the pipeline is flowing again. Gas mm -hmm. is coming, y'all. And, uh, it's already back up, right? It, yeah. Uh, not everything. It still was, this was this was the news caused this. I don't think if if the media had said anything and there wasn't a rush on gas, we probably would have never seen any disruptions. I think yeah. you're right. I think if they had just kept their mouths shut and things yeah. had gone as no, as per usual, mm -hmm. none of this would happen, dude. Because I mean, the um, the gas stations went out quick. All right. Yeah. yeah. And uh, like the, the, they still have local like 
reserves and stuff that they can use up and everything. But that's but like, and, and, and like, like the gas stations have filled up again, but everyone's doing a run on gas. So that's what I was telling Stacy. I'm like, we have so much reserve gas here. There's no reason for us to be running out, especially this yeah. quick. There's no reason. Mm-hmm. But a lot of them, like, why the one down they the street were out from to get us, us was out. You well, know? of course, uh, mm-hmm. we had several of them around us that were just done. They were out. But I started thinking like, okay, well, our grocery store is not going to get stocked. Our, you know, how our kids going to get to school? Like if buses can't fill up, um, what are they going to do if people start running out of gas? Like say this lasts like two weeks. Are people just not going to go to work? Ambulance drivers? Are they not going to, and fire trucks? Are they not going to have gas? Like it could have went pretty deep. Well, wasn't there like an oil crisis in like the eighties or something? 73. There was the, uh, that huge <laughs> gas shortage <laughs> back in 73. Yes, because, okay. So this customer, I was, I was working at this guy's house this past week and he was telling me, he's like, this is nothing. He's like back in 73, like you, you were literally allowed to fill up on like, a day that was specified by like what the last number of your license plate was. And you could only get like $10 and it was like, it went on for months. That sounds like, it was good really and regulated crazy. though. Not a bunch um, of assholes going and lining up a half, exactly. half a block well, down no, the road. That was a legitimate shortage. This is just a slight disruption in one no. of like a hundred pipelines that we have. Like this, this was is like toilet nothing. paper all over again. Is yes. What it was. Yeah. Yeah, it is a hundred percent. But that's what I was getting at is, is I knew that this was, you know, regulated to where we are. Mm-hmm. They would get trucks to us at some point. There is plenty of reserves here. And this was me going, this is them trying to get us. So, all right, tinfoil hat coming off. <laughs> this well, l- luckily, you guys could have rode your Pelotons around if um, if you ran out of gas. <laughs> I'm prepared. I'm uh, so uh, you, you, you guys are going to have to, Joel says you have to get some pegs for your Peloton. So, like, Joel can pedal and Stacey, you can ride on the back. <laughs> Uh, while Joel pedals it. Uh, I'll tell you this. Tandem ton. We've been, you know, we've undergoing a backyard makeover right now. um, And by the looks of what all the machinery, trucks and trailers and workers that we had back there, I thought, well, there's the gas shortage going on back here. They had ditch witch (laughs) and bobcats and (laughs) dump trucks and all kinds of things. Hold on, I, I'm not done making fun of the Peloton yet. Okay. Um, maybe you guys should get like one of those like Jackery portable batteries so you can be like the Traeger guys and take your Peloton out into the woods and ride it. Hey, um, yes. you know. that's great. <laughs> Luckily for me, I got one here. for my birthday. I got ah. him a Jackery for his birthday. <laughs> you could take your Peloton You already have camping. everything you need. I'm ready. <laughs> Next time you go camping, take your Peloton with you and ride it in the woods. That's so good. <laughs> I'll always be ready to run. experience. Uh, the real run. outdoor experience. <laughs> yes, that's really good. Wow, shit. Did, no, did you guys plan anything? Or did you guys, you know, like, how did you feel about it? I don't ever leave the house, Stacy. Like, that's true. The last time I got gas in the truck was the morning of the turkey hunt. And oh that's no gosh. joke. That's been, what, three, four weeks ago Not at this to get point? groceries or anything? So. Just do delivery? Uh, we do. I mean, we go to the grocery pretty much everywhere. Everywhere we go is within five minutes of our house. No yeah. joke. Yeah, that's really nice. So my uh, my my brother's friend Chip, um, he's like like kind of like you, Matt, right now. He's working from home, and mm-hmm. they don't they don't go out a whole lot. And so, but he's uh, um, you know, doesn't watch the news that kind of. Uh, apparently, it's my brother. It's my it's my brother's best friend. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, he called him, he lives in, he lives in Nashville and he called him up and he was like, Hey, if you need gas, you better go get it. You know? And he, uh, he goes, I have a quarter tank and why do I need it? 
he had no idea what was going on, <laughs> you know? So, and he had to, he, and he did, he went out to go get it and he, he had stopped at like six different places and finally found a what? place to fill up for gas. Yeah. But we, what, what was it? Tuesday that it all dropped something like that. Yeah. 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 Like I had got gas that morning and I called Ty and I was like, Hey, you know, there's supposed to be a shortage. And of course people are going to be like stupid and like make a run on gas. So go fill your car up. And so she filled up and it'll take her, three weeks to use a tank of gas. So yeah. yeah. Well see, you know. dude, I, I you know, the the two gas stations closest to our house that day, but I got you know, I got off work, I stopped, I filled up, it was a little crowded. Um mm-hmm. I came back through to go meet my brother to get some digging tools he brought from work to do some work in the backyard. And um by the time I this is an hour, all right. By the time I'd done that, both gas stations between me and him, this is probably three miles. Where, mm-hmm. I'm, where I met him. Uh, yeah, because I was were, like, maybe you should take my car and go get it topped off. They were packed to the gills and most of the pumps were already out. Yeah. So I never got topped off, but is that a big deal? It's all good. But rumor has it, I've seen this circulating around. I've seen it on some of the news posts and like people in the comments that our power grid is next. Our power grid is next to get hacked. Not so sure what would happen from that if that were true. Well, um, that's the problem. That's what's scary. That's the scary thought that you can have that if they can get into this infrastructure, hypothetically, if they even freaking did, okay, even if they freaking did, tinfoil has back on. If they can get into this infrastructure, could they get into our power grid? You don't know. You know, it's a, yeah, it's a scary yeah. thing to think about. Like you're gonna want to make sure that Jackery is charged because if the power grid goes down, you're gonna need it to ride your oh, Peloton. Genius idea! All I gotta do is hook up a generator type thing to the Peloton, and I can pedal power. Yes. Wait, doesn't it need power to run though? No, it just got it. it it'll, it'll, it. it'll spin by itself. You just need the power for the damn screen. Yeah. Yeah, but then you couldn't see the screen. Like, so how would you use it? I don't need the screen. I'm pedaling. I, I, I'm how, pedaling how power, would, okay, buddy. How would you know, how would you know what level your power you're pedaling at? Then well, new, well, you're, you can't see the leaderboard. Well, yeah, you can't can. see the leaderboard. <laughs> What's the point? Stacey's, you can't see the leaderboard. Stacy's gonna get a whiteboard and be like, "You're eh, here." You go. She's gonna be like four thousand nine hundred and twenty-eight. <laughs> your KJs are this, buddy. Keep going. No, that jackery is so that I can keep my phone charged while we're camping. So that is it. I, I'm more concerned with the Chick-fil-A sauce sort shortage than I am the gas shortage, to be honest <laughs> no. with you. No, I could I could only get I could only get like three sauces with my 30 count nugget. Like what is this? Ridiculous. What are you talking about? No, I went the other day to get chicken minis for breakfast and I always get two ketchups for my hash browns and two and two Chick-fil-A sauces for my chicken minis. And they were like usually I've uh, this one thing that I've always put them up on a pedestal for, and I know this is out of their control. But I put them on a pedestal because they're not stingy. You go to McDonald's and you're like, I need some ketchup. They hand you like two packets. And I am a ketchup whore. So Chick-fil-A, you get a plethora of whatever the freak you want. And I go and I said, I want two Chick-fil-A sauces. And they were like, no, this is really weird, but we have to limit it. You can only have one sauce. And I'm like, I I don't even want the food anymore. If I can't have my Chick-fil-A sauce with it, I don't even want it. Wait a minute. First of all, what the hell's happening with Chick-fil-A? They're in a sauce shortage. It's How? The supply line. Why? What do they make it? Just Indo- like with Indonesia? Our honey. I mean, make some freaking sauce. You know, we're we're having to battle supply and inflation and supply shortages and stuff like that. And it's trickled, it has gone to the Lord's chicken at this point. We all need to get 
in a tizzy because it's going down. (laughs) If I had my tinfoil hat, I would put it on and speculate. Is there really a shortage or is this just Chick-fil-A putting themselves in the news to cause a run on Chick-fil-A? Oh, kind of like Dr. Mm. Seuss. Kind of like that cancellation of Dr. Seuss. You know it's got to save a few bucks here and there if they start limiting their sauces. No, no, hold hold on. That makes sense because you can now buy Chick-fil-A sauce by the bottle in grocery stores. So now people are going to be like, we got to go to the grocery store and get that Chick-fil-A sauce. And there's going to be a run on it at the grocery stores (laughs) so you can use it at home on your Chick-fil-A. Well, I'm going to tell you, that is going to directly hurt them because instead I was like, you know, I'm spending five or six bucks on a combo, you know once or twice a week when I would take the kids to school and stop at Chick-fil-A. And I thought, you know what? I got the Tennessee pride frozen chicken biscuits and a bottle of Chick-fil-A sauce from Walmart for less than a dollar. I'm enjoying my nice little chicken biscuits with Chick-fil-A sauce at home. So you know what? The joke's on them. I mean, I don't think the Tennessee pride chicken biscuits that are frozen can compare to the Lord's chicken. It's not too bad. It is not. You put Chick-fil-A sauce on a turd and it's going to taste good. Why have you not made me some for breakfast? Because I'm hoarding that shit for myself. <laughs> she all needs to be convinced. She puts them in the microwave and you find them there that night at dinner. <laughs> so backstory. The, the, the night that we went over their house for dinner, Matt, uh, we opened the microwave to do something and there was a chicken biscuit in there from that morning that they forgot to like <laughs> She goes, Joel, here's your breakfast. I forgot to hand him his breakfast in the morning. So I usually like get him his coffee and like breakfast out the door while I'm getting the kids. And Isn't they, that bad? Isn't this bad that like if she, don't, if she doesn't lay it in my paws, I don't take it. Yeah. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> he gets a coffee, a protein drink, and then like, usually and a like, snack, like a, a breakfast. That morning is going, oh, this, this is just it. You get a protein snack and a, or a protein shake and a, and a coffee. But yeah, like I go to open up the, the microwave and there's his biscuits laying right there. So guys, uh, based on all this, there's going, there is now a shortage of all Reload rubbing seasonings uh, mm-hmm. our whole entire life. A, sh- a shortage, short. get it, supply. Get it while you can. If, if you don't get it now, you're not going to be able to get it for a long time. So head to reloadrub.com right now. Use no coupon codes and just get the shit. But listen, mm-hmm. I'm Buy serious. it by the gallon. Bring your laundry basket. Uh, bring a plastic bag. Just fill up. That's you think it. he's joking, but, you know, we, thank God, just got our huge shipment of um, refill restock in because we waited four and a half weeks and we were within a matter of days before getting our shipment. Luckily we were sold out of Magnum. We were sold out of double action and we were sold out of small pack and heats. Um, And we were back ordered for six different retail stores. We could not fulfill their orders for cases of the seasonings and panic was about to ensue. because I couldn't fill the orders. Luckily they, they pulled it out, but it's trickling down into us and you know, word on the street. We have two new flavors coming out, which has been slightly delayed, but those are coming soon guys. But that's the thing, man is supply and demand is going to start taking effect with us. It is. And you better get it while you can just get it. You know, like it's, you know, you never know if you're not gonna be able to get it again. So just, you have to get it. Or if we're going to discontinue. Get it right now. We're going to discontinue Magnum and Double Action. Yeah, we're 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 discontinuing Magnum and Double Action. Get it while you can, guys. Use TRP21 for a discount code. 
So, all right. Well, we got anything else to talk, Elliot? <laughs> uh, you, Joel, you're going to tell us about the world's best bourbons, right? Oh, yeah. I didn't know if that was going rolling into the next segment or this one, but it's let me. Yeah, yeah, we call it a segue so that it smoothly transitions. That's a Look great, at us. I like so that. Look at you. Okay, I'm going to pull this jazz up right now. <laughs> so, uh, they just. Your were, list better be better than my list last week. That's all I'm saying. I think this is going to be Oh, be- no. Is this like a joke? This is not a joke. This, okay. is, this is legit. They had just released Forbes uh, magazine, put an art, the article out. They just released the, um, the 2021 Spirit Awards. Uh, this has been going on for 21 years now. It's the second longest Spirit you know, Award, whatever. It happens in San Francisco. That tells you a whole lot. Oh, yeah. But uh, anyways. So no, that's a big one, yeah. I'm not going to go over the all the spirits. I'm going to go over the ones that matter, which is bourbon and whiskey, y'all. And uh, so these are the best bourbons per the category. So, you know, we went over Matt's list last week and that was best 15 best bourbons just all around, supposedly by a really crappy person who doesn't know what the hell they're talking about. Uh, According these, to some guy at Yahoo <laughs> But fans. it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, but this, uh, this, I'm not disagreeing with a lot of this because some of them I haven't had, but they're like, some of them are up and comers, but I will say some of these bottles are a bit pricey, y'all. So, okay. but the first one, the first one I hear, best straight bourbon. Okay. So, this is best all around straight bourbon. Really surprised me on this. I realized I haven't had it. I've had uh, a lot of other variations, other variations of this brand, but it was $17.92 bottle and bond. Um, wow. Can I have a bottle bourbon. of that? Kentucky Straight Bourbon, that won the best straight bourbon uh, award. So what they do here is if they take it, it's not just this is the greatest bourbon of all time because bourbons are so complex. So they mm-hmm. they break them up into different categories. So the next category is best small batch bourbon up to five years. Okay. And it was a brand I had seen, but I've never had. And Matt, you Matt, you may have tried this, but it was- I think Steven has this. Barrel Private Release. Uh, and it is the BA1C batch. So, oh, barrel bourbon, barrel, barrel. Yes. barrel bourbon, yeah. private yeah. release. Um, it's about a hundred bucks. I looked it up. Uh, it's about 110 to $120 a bottle, depending on where you get it. But it got best small batch bourbon up to five years. Um, coming up after that, go, go ahead. I, th- I was gonna say, I think all the barrel bourbon is sourced, is sourced with MGP. So, uh, not just in, they they different releases are sourced from all over the place, oh. so they're pretty hmm. prolific at that. That does that that can't really count though, can it? How I mean, how can you end because you're, you're you, slapping your sticker count, on someone else's juice? I mean, it could be. It's not just uh, so. There's different levels of sourcing whiskey. You know, it's you could just go to Dickel and say, "Hey, give me some Dickel juice and let me put my name on it." But you could also go to Dickel and say, hey, I want you to make this mash bill for me. And then this is how I want you to age it okay. in this part of the rickhouse. So just That's because you different. didn't distill it doesn't mean you didn't have a hand in how it was made. That's subbing mm-hmm. out your recipe. That's going to like going to a co-packer, like, you know, yeah. like what me and Stacy do with our recipes. Mm-hmm. Um, so cool thing about this is, is at the, spirit, the World Spirit Competition is you have to enter. Um, you know, there's not like they just go grab brands. Like if I, if I was distilling a spirit, I would have to go and enter my spirit into this competition. And out of the whole competition, 40% of it was, or I'm sorry, 60% of, am I telling this wrong? No, 
40% of the entries were from America. 30% were from Asia, um, which is pretty crazy. Well, like uh, like Japanese bourbons and whiskeys, I uh, Well, guess? from all, all all different, you know, spectrums. You Not know. bourbons. It yeah. wasn't just bourbons, but. Um, well, there's no such thing as a Japanese bourbon. Whiskey. That's right. But there could be, be. No, to be bourbon, it has to be made in America. America. It could be finished in Japan, but like it's, that would just, that would still be it. It has to be made in America to be a bourbon legally. Yeah. I guess I did. I didn't realize that. I knew it had to be American mm-hmm. oak barrels, but yep. I didn't realize it had to be, be made domestic. in America. Yep. Inside the borders, bro, Chacho. And you will learn that when we go to same Louisville thing, and same, do our test, our touring. Well, same thing with scotch. Scotch and uh, has to be. Has to be made in Scotchland. Yes, in Scotchland. <laughs> inside, the, mm-hmm. inside the land. All right, moving on. Um, sticking on the bourbon train. Best small batch bourbon from six to 10 years. Um, this is the best small batch bourbon. And Jeremy, you've had this one. Parker's Heritage Collection, mm. 14th edition. Uh, so we had some Parker's that uh, Senior Steven brought over to our And little- it was fantastic. Is that the one they're talking about? That same one or a different one? Well, six to 10 years, we had a 10-year age one. So oh. I'm assuming okay. that's what Yeah, it was. but y'all's was a heavy char a heavy specifically, char. right? Yeah, we so, had the heavy char. Well, anyways- it was, it was extremely I pretend, I wanna, good. I'll so. pretend I, I, I had pretend it. I had it. <laughs> <laughs> we had it. We had this exact one, and it was fantastic. That's right. I, uh, I, I agree with this. I agree too, Jeremy. It was good, and we had it. Um, after that, is this company right here, um, I had actually seen a few things about it, um, and it, it's a new up-and-comer, and, but it is pricey, y'all. I'm talking like 200 300 bucks a bottle. Um, hmm. now Sweet that could joke. be, that, that could be secondary though. You know what I'm saying? I, that's what I just Googled it, what it was, but what's the category? Uh, this, well, they won two, they won two categories. Uh, okay. the, the first one they won was best small batch bourbon, 11 years and older. And it's the blue run 14 year oh, yeah. old bourbon. I've never heard of blue run. I hadn't either. I keep see, I keep seeing people post about it. I've but seen I don't blue note. Anything about it? That's what Maybe saying. that's what I'm thinking about. But I'm not seeing blue run. It's not. Isn't isn't blue note the one that's like owned by uh, by um, Total Wine? I have no idea. Because you know, like Chestnut Farms is like a Total Wine like special. I think Blue Note also is like a Total Wine special. Well, maybe, but this is this it, is not Blue Note. Yeah, blue run. It's, it's called blue, blue run, like running. Blue run. Yeah, so, okay. so they won 11 years and older. Uh, they also won 11 years and older single barrel. So then that was with their 13 and a half year old single barrel that they they entered into the competition. So I don't think it's, a, it's a total wine thing because it's made by, I see other stores carrying it. It's made by Big River Distilling, Blue Note. Oh, like Big River that's from Chattanooga? From Memphis. Huh. Big River oh. Distilling Company, Blue Note Single Barrel Bourbon. Okay, well, what, bourbon. That <laughs> um, it, I'll have to look into it more because I know the Chestnut Farms. If you go into Total Wine, they'll try and push that on you. Um, it's made by Sazerac, and they'll tell you it's like a Buffalo Trace product, but it's not. It's something that's made for Total Wine. Any store could buy it, but it's made for Total Wine. It's like their in-house like crap. No one likes house, and they and they have it, an enormous profit margin on it, and that's why they push it on you assholes so moving on from yeah. there Love uh them. best single barrel bourbon up to 10 years wins <laughs> negative <laughs> henry mckenna single barrel again i haven't wasn't had, it last year too 
Huh? Wasn't it last year too, or the year before, something like that, that, that they won that? I don't yeah, know. They they won yeah. some category the year that we had it on porn on the podcast. Yeah. Oh, I, I have forgot uh, we two had bottles that. of that mm-hmm. stuff. I have two bottles of it. It's uh, it's good, but it's getting a reputation that's not so great. Yeah. Well, apparently the judges in San Francisco liked it. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. All right. Uh, two or uh, three more. We got to go through here. Uh, best special barrel finished bourbon is the Bardstown Bourbon Company Chateau de la Bode. That's the one that we had Cast on our finish. anniversary last year. And it's very tasty. At Junebug in Asheville. So we it's a little price. Steven pri- brought it. It was a little pricey. I think it was about $140 for the bottle. Um, a brother in law. It's a finished one. Uh, but when we had it, Steven was I thought it was very good. Steven was a little let down for the price versus the taste. But it's award winning. But he went back to it. I talked to him about this when we were having the, the Mama Hawks. And uh he uh he said, I went back to it. He goes, just here recently. He goes, I haven't touched it since we went on that trip with you guys. He goes, and it has opened up and it has just turned into a completely different bourbon. He goes, it's fantastic. Oh. So there's something to be said about when you crack it and it actually sit, gets a little oxygen in there and it sits and yeah, does yeah. what it does. There's something. It changes. To, it changes. So if you, if you get a bourbon, you try it and you don't like it, um, cork that mother, set it to the side, revisit it in a couple of months. It'll, it'll, it'll definitely change your mind. All right. Two more. Let me get in here. Now this one right here, <laughs> I almost wasn't going to talk about, but it sounds, it, now that I'm reading the description, it sounds really good. It's the best craft. That's all the bourbons right there, guys. We're now mm-hmm. getting, now we're getting into a little bit of whiskey. Uh, best craft distiller whiskey is Canyon Diablo spirits. John Shaw, that's the longest name ever. John Shaw single malt mesquite smoked whiskey. Mm. And uh, this sounds like some Texas crap. Uh, maybe it might be, it says USA, so it might be total dog shit. But look, but anything smoked sounds good to me, and I always want to try it. So, yeah, now there's us, there's some other whiskeys, best corn whiskey, best. Oh, I'll, I'll, t- I'll tell you about the rye and the wheat. Never mind. So we got some more guys. Sorry. Okay. Here we go. Uh, best Tennessee whiskey. And I don't agree with this um, because I've had it. Um, is Uncle Nearest 18. Oh, no. 18. Oh, no. 20. Premium single barrel whiskey. Hard pass. Hard. Hard pass. I've seen that on pass. the shelf a bunch and I've never been tempted to buy one. We've tra- tried it. It's just, buh. Yeah, it's all story and and no substance, I think. Like, Uncle Nearest was supposedly uh, the guy who taught Jack Daniels how to distill, and so there's a bunch of lore around it. Yes. Well, he's not been impressed with the the whiskey. Yeah, he helped. He was like his right-hand man, you know what I mean? Like, his two two Jack Daniels. So, anyways, I think that's Bush League. That was a poor choice. (laughs) Who's this Jack Daniels you keep talking about? Uh, just some short guy that kicked a safe and ended up killing himself over it. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. So anyways, moving on. True story. Corn liquor. Y'all like some good moonshine, y'all. If you want to buy it in the store. And I've had this, and I will attest to this. Uh, best corn whiskey, Stillhouse. 
It's uh, it's the ones that come in like the little metal. It comes in a metal tin. It's like for, like oh, I've seen fuel those. cans. Yeah, yeah. Oh. It's cheap though. It's it's inexpensive. They make flavored ones, but their their original corn liquor is very tasty for what it is. I've had like the the, then the Smoky Mountain stuff you can get here uh, in Gatlinburg, and this stuff right here blows it out of the water. It's very good. I- I've seen their advertising before and they're like, it's not about the bottle. It's about what's in it or whatever. Cause it comes like in a tin can. Yeah. And I was like, obviously these people have never fucking heard of Blanton's like, yeah, <laughs> it's nothing but bottle. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Uh, this one right here, guys, I, I'm going to disagree with it. Um, I don't know if I've had this one, so I could be way off base, but based off the ones that I have had, I don't agree with it. Best rye whiskey, Whistlepig, the Boss Hog, version two. Which that's expensive. Magellan's Atlantic, Canada. Hmm. Um, I don't agree with that, man. I think there's some way better ryes out there than the the um, Whistlepigs that I've had. And that's that's my but story. I'm sticking to it. They're really fancy bottles with pewter pigs on top of them. I mean, Dude, I am stuck on that Willet rare release. I mean- Oh, the the purple? No. Not the purple, the one you the can regular get, one, the regular one you can get every day. Yeah. The four year old, um, the ravioli bourbon, the ravioli. Well, mm-hmm. it's it's all it's a spearmint bomb now. That's weird. Yeah, you know, when I first had it. It was like the ravioli. well after ravioli, you have a spearmint. So that, that Andy's mint, an Andy's yeah. mint. The Olive Garden. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> yep. yep. I I found a bottle, Jeremy, uh, the other day of the of the the rare release, one hundred eleven point mm-hmm. six proof. So the, every every batch they come out with is a different proof. I've had 101, yeah. 104. This one was a 111. Snagged nice. it. Nice. Mm. Of course you did. So freaking tasty. Um, that's one of my favorite. That's my favorite rye right now today. So uh, best wheat whiskey, guys. Never heard of it. Bainbridge to Island. Uh, Islay cask barrel proof. So could be good. I don't freaking know. Sounds like you say Islay. Isla. Isla. It's I S. <laughs> I S L A I S L A Y Islay. Sounds like some British shit. Tell me I'm wrong. He calls me an Islay. <laughs> it Islay. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. That's right. All right. All right. I'm going to run through these last three really quick. Uh, best single grain whiskey is Bainbridge. Never heard of it. Best American blended whiskey, High Bank Whiskey War Barrel Proof. It's got to be good if it's a war barrel. Um, and the best flavored whiskey, which I don't think anybody should be drinking, is Ugly Dog S'mores, Kentucky <laughs> bourbon whiskey. I shot my dog. <laughs> we should do a we should do a flavored whiskey pouring on the podcast. I don't know if point. I can, man. She poured me <laughs> I a poured him some the other like dude, last week. No, that freaking bacon moonshine she bought, which I don't know why. But it was maple bacon uh, moonshine. You know what it tasted like? If you were to lick your grill grates, it's exactly what it tasted like. <laughs> That's what it tasted like. <laughs> you know, you know, like when you like burn hot dogs, Char- like yeah. the charred hot dogs or or like the charred part of the steak that's still stuck to yeah. the grates and yeah. say it was there for a few days and then like chew the crunchies off of it. That's what Ew. it tasted like with a maple finish. I'm not not even kidding, bro. You see that little bit of a meat taste to it, but that, that bitter charcoal. It was meaty char. Oh God, man. So anyway. I, I actually gagged. Yeah. Well, speaking of gag, let's, let's, I don't know why I said that's a segue at all. But hey, let's take a break. <laughs> let's move on from this. On the other side, we are going to- We're going to compile up the real. The real best bourbons that you 
should be drinking. Don't listen to those other world's bests and like first place ribbons. Listen nope. to TRP. We know. Don't listen to these hippity dippities over here or these yahoos on the internet. We're going to come up, <laughs> the TRP crew going to come up with their own list. Y'all get ready. We'll see you on the other side. I don't know about you, but as a bourbon lover, I get sick and tired of my high quality spirits being tainted by plastic or metal flasks when I'm on the go or in the outdoors. Not to mention having them spring a leak in my pack or back pocket. Well, guys, I had enough, and it's time you do the same by jumping on board with the TRP crew and get proper. Rag proper. These modern flasks are a perfect vessel for all your favorite spirits. Each flask is built of thick, break-resistant glass, then wrapped in a high-end silicone or dark brown leather for that perfect high-end feel and look that a proper person such as yourself deserves. Your spirits deserve more. And so do you. So do the right thing and head to ragproper.com so you can get your hands on the highest quality, best looking, best feeling, best pouring, best look how proper I am flask on the market. Use code TRP21 and save to get you and your spirits what they deserve. Rag proper. All right. Thanks for uh, sticking with us through the break. So as Joel said before we left, uh, last week we talked about the world's 15 best bourbons, according to Yahoo Finance, of all people. (laughs) And so this week, I thought it would be a little interesting uh, since everybody trashed that list uh, the entire time we were going through it, I don't, I don't know that there was a single spot we actually agreed with. Let's come up with the TRP top fifteen. And so we haven't prepared for this really at all ahead of time, right? We're gonna game it out. We're gonna do puts and takes on the show yep. and figure out uh, the compromises that have to happen for us to get to our top fifteen recommended bourbons. So uh, I I do have a suggestion for this. Uh, so one of our big hangups last week was that there was no rhyme or reason to how things were picked, right? There was, uh, you know, stuff was in whatever order. It was the order was three thousand yes. dollar bottles, and then twenty dollar mm-hmm. bottles. It just didn't really make any sense. So what I would like to suggest is that we only add bottles to the list that collectively the four of us have actually owned. Okay. Not that we've tried, but that we've actually been able to own. So oh. if it's something that we were able to get, that means theoretically somebody else could get it. It's not some crazy, rare, like hard to find thing. If they built those relationships and were able to, they could get that same bottle. So all the four of us thing, don't have to own it, but one of us would have to have owned it. Yeah. <laughs> one of the four of us has to have owned it at some point. Okay. I like it. And then the second one is I really liked that that list had one expression from each brand. So I would like to not repeat brands if at all possible. When you say not repeat brands, because certain brands so you wouldn't do like different- a 1792 foolproof and a 1792 sweet wheat. Right. If oh. we're going to have 1792, only one of the 1792s. I like it. Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 Now, how are we handling this? Are we all going to spit one out here and there? Uh, so I have a short list of bourbons that I would personally include in my top 15. Okay. That, uh, just that I, I went to my liquor cabinet and said, yeah, I'd probably put this. I'd probably put this. I'd probably put, so what I, what, why don't I just throw a bourbon out and you guys tell me if it's something you've tried, tell me where roughly you, first of all, do you even think it belongs in the top Yeah, 15? agree or don't agree. 
Yeah, and then two, if it does, let's game out roughly where we think it might fit, and then we can hone the order later on after we actually have 15 there. I've got got paper going down right here. Okay. So I'll throw this one out first. I'll 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 be the guinea pig here. So the first one I'm going to suggest for the TRP top fifteen is Knob Creek Twelve mm. of the Knob Creek line. I'm going to throw that one at a first. No, no, do you think, no, do you, does, does it, it belong in the list? Oh yes, yes. I agree. I've got I it on my list. Yeah, yeah, for the okay. price and what you're getting, that one definitely of the whole Knob Creek line. That one. Yeah. I would say it's not in the top 10. Interesting. Can I give you the, my okay. number? Can I give you the number I put it at? Yeah. Solid. Yeah. I put it at a solid 12 and I'm I right. was saying 11 or 12 and I'm, I'm writing it down. Yeah. Because it's Knob Creek 12. It should be number 12. There we go. <laughs> that was unintentional. That was unintentional. No, you did it on purpose, baby. I did. Yeah, I did. Hold on. Hold on. I would like to suggest one. All right. Old granddad 114 at number 14 on the list. Uh, yeah, yeah. I agree with that. 14? Yes, honey. Think it's about all the other ones we've had. I, I, I would normally put it, put it higher, but I mean, like, it's old granddad 114. 11? You want to go, go 11? <laughs> you want to do it just for the, the sake of doing it. Uh, yes. I think, I think it belongs in the top 10. As much as we've talked about it and as much as we've enjoyed it, that's a strong contender for a top ten bourbon. All right, tell I, me the I w- number. I would put I would put old Granddad one fourteen. Let me think. Let me think. Let me think. I'm going to put it I, at a nine. No, it's a nine for the, me. Yeah, okay. these are not set in stone. We can we can move. These we can around. shift them. Yes, yeah, this yes. is just blind guess because we don't yeah. know what else is on the list. Yet. But but it's so a good idea nine, to just kind of get it get it get something going so that we can you know not forget what we said was what. And we will mm-hmm. release this to our to our followers. And so oh, oh, so old Granddad one fourteen. That's my everyday drinker, but, the I, reload riders. but I love it. Now there's other bourbons out there that I like more other bourbons and whiskeys that I, I like more, but this is the one that is such a solid pour that every time I go, go to it and pour it out of my decanter, I'm, I'm never disappointed. If I don't know, mm-hmm. what, if I have like a Netflix thing where you don't know what to freaking watch, if I go to my bourbon bar, and I don't know what to drink. I grab the decanter because I know I'm not gonna be disappointed with that. There you All go. right, you guys, you guys want to round robin this thing? Someone will we take turns? Yeah, that's a good idea. I'm going with one of my favorites, George T. Stag. Oh, that's top three. Yeah, but 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 he, what per Matt's <laughs> thing is like you have a bottle, so I do, it can it, be on the list. Is, yeah, I think well, it no. deserves to be on the list. <clears throat> yep. Can we really? Th- can can BTAC really be on our list right now? That's the only BTAC yeah. we all own. Yeah, but no, we got to think about, I'm thinking about b- bottles that everybody, not everybody has a Britney. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, but, but everybody that, could have a Britney. That's the they point of the list. They could go make yeah. that. Yeah, it could they be could one of the unicorns on the list. All right. George T. Stagg. It is a phenomenal pour. I'm going number I three. I covet that bottle. I'm going number three. I was thinking one. number you three. Think, you think we have two bottles better than that? Yes. I think okay. I do. Yeah. I'm Okay. Now you all put it wherever you want. Yes, but I'm putting. All right, so that's Stacy's. Uh, yeah, no, no, no. We're doing this together. All right, got it. Yeah, let's keep it at three now. Uh, Joel, what do you got? Okay, um, freaking a. What was I going? I had it in my head, my brain. What I was going to say. I had one lo- wrote loaded. Okay, well, I'll go to my my backup one. Um, 
I want to say now, Matt, I don't know if this falls under the same thing, but I was going to say uh, Weller Antique 107. I have 107 I, so written down. I have it too. I also have that on my list. That's the yeah. only Weller on my list. That's, That's the, the only Weller, Weller yeah. on my list. I agree with mm-hmm. that. And it's, it's okay. you, anybody can get that. It, it's hard, it's, it's hard to get, but if you're ready, you can, you can get it. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to throw out 11 on that. Okay. I was thinking 10, so I'm, I'm with, fine with 11. Yeah. I'll go with 11. Yeah. I was thinking low tens. Yeah. Weller antique 107. And that's no, not too hard. Anyway. That's not too hard to get. No, I'm up. Back to me. Um, Okay, so this is one we talked about a long time ago on the show, but it's still a pour that I absolutely love. Old Scout Single Barrel. Oh, man, I was staring at that bottle yesterday. Top Mm -hmm. 15, though? (sighs) Man, I haven't had it in so long. It was delicious. I'd say 15. I have a bottle. I have a bottle and you guys have told me how great it is, but it is a high proofer. So I've been holding off on opening it. So I have not tried it. So I really cannot give you my opinion on it. Okay. So, I mean, we don't have to include it. That's the thing. Can that it's be in right the dugout? Yeah, we can put it like at number 16 for now. And All then right. it might fudge into there. Mm-hmm. Fudge. I might have to go get a pour here live on the podcast and, <laughs> yeah. and, and try it. I'm not, I'm not even freaking kidding. Um, it was so good. It was it was such a good pour. I, I saw a picture of a guy who had gotten rid of all of his bourbon, sold his whole bourbon collection, and then filled his four level. I think one of y'all posted it or something. It had four rows of shelves in his bar. Mm-hmm. And it was it was all Old Scout. No, it prob- I haven't seen that. It was probably a hundred something bottles of it. All right, Jeremy, what you got? Wild turkey. Um, Wild Turkey. I, what, which I, expression? I want to say 101 because we talk about it so much, but if we're talking top 15 bourbons, I'm going to have to say Wild Turkey Rare Breed. That was on my list. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm going to be a little controversial here. I think I might like Kentucky Spirit more than Rare Breed. I have not had Kentucky Spirit. I have a bottle here. We will try it next Okay, week. so side note with all this, okay? I want to taste both of them next to each other right now. I think side note for all this, we need to do a majority rules on this. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that's a good call. You know, so, so if, three if, quarter. If, if we have a majority on the on where it should be placed or and if it should be in the list, that's what we're going to roll with. We're back. Uh, Stacy put us in timeout for a second just so she could go get uh, a pour of Wild Turkey Rare Breed and a pour of Wild Turkey Kentucky Spirit so that she could try them side by side. Do you know which is which in those glasses, Now, Stacey? Joel, you did what I said, right? Pour, pour number C is Old Scout, right? So pour number C is Old Scout. But and these two, I don't know what they but are. Th- those two are in no particular order. All right, just real quick. You know, we can scramble through this real quick. I'm just... Scramble, scramble. Let's freaking do it. The like fast forward button here. They are both fantastic. They are both different. Yep. Um, yep. Personal preference. Kentucky spirit. Is that your, is that your first drink of whiskey tonight? Yes. That is fantastic though too. Oh, son of a biscuit. You can't compare these They're two. They're too different. <laughs> Well, only we can only, one we can can only choose only one wild well, turkey. Can it's go. been laid Which out. Tells one. you wild turkey is a top dog. They got some I hitters. Love wild turkey. Uh, I mean, I think that 
whichever uh, of these we put on is like top five. Material. Jeremy, which is you recommend personally? Uh, rare breed. Uh, I'm going rare breed. All right, rare breed, and I can what? agree with that. Wait, oh, I, I thought <laughs> it, you said wild. You said uh, Kentucky Spirit a second ago. Personal preference is Kentucky Me? Spirit. Yeah, but I ju- I no, love Stacey. the rare breed as well. Yeah, well, I well, love that like dilly finish. Th- that's why I was asking if it was your first drink because like a high proofer is not going to come off, come across as the best okay. for your first drink of the night. Well, this was that's Kentucky was Spirit. All right. This is Kentucky Spirit. This is Rare Breed. Hey, I love Rare Breed too. I almost suggested Rare Breed Rye, but- Which one did Stacey pick? This is a bourbon list. I said yeah. Kentucky Spirit. Well, we've got two spirits and two Rare okay, Breeds. Okay, let's go. So what we have to do here right now, guys, on the TRP show- is How we got, I we give got a Rochambeau? No, we got a Rochambeau. One, two, three, right. shoot. Joel, Joel and Stacey, do it. All right, ready? One, two, three, shoot. Damn it. All right. Kentucky Spirit. Oh, spirit's Kentucky in. Spirit it is. Spirit. So okay. you said number five we're putting that up? I think so. I think number five. Ooh. You guys agree? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's okay. a good spot. Uh, don't, okay, it's three on three against one, but I'll, I'll put it in there. I don't know about five. Wait a minute. You can't change it now. I it's can't. on paper. No. No, we, we can move these around. After. Oh, yeah. We'll be here all day if we let her just be indecisive about shit. <laughs> okay. Uh, who's next? That Stacey was me. Is, so, Stacy. Stacy's next. Oh, I don't know. Can I change? I think it's Rare Breed. You were the deciding vote. It's Rare Stacey. Breed. I'm, I'm sorry, Matt. Right I'm now. sorry, Matt. I just tasted them abandoned. side by side. They're both fantastic. I tasted them side by side. Rare Breed deserves it. I really think so. Okay. Are, are we changing this? We're yeah. changing it. I love rare breed too. So, I mean, All right, I feel like it's a win to get wild turkey in the top five. I so. just, Amen. I just yeah. have to steer our I'm going, reload riders in the right direction. And I'm agreeing with her guys because the rare breed is about 116 proof. It's not mm. going to blow you out. It's warmer. But it's got just enough high proofage that you can put some water in it to blossom it up. Or if you like high proofers, man, it really punches you with uh, some good flavor. Kentucky Spirit, I'm sitting by a fire in the spring and the summer. And Rare Breed, I'm sitting by a fire in the fall with my sleeves rolled up and you're chopping wood out in the distance. All right, Stacey, what is your next pick? My next pick. I feel bad because like I'm bougie. Like the ones that I like are just, like, just throw it out there. Just throw it out These there. are top 15. Let's this is, go. This is the, this is the primo list. Let's, let's hit it. Little book. Oh, wow. I've never tried little book. Okay. So okay. Little book either. Rely on you guys. Can I do an, a, an amendment to that? Okay. So little book is part of the bookers series. Yep. And so I that have, would be the bookers. So can we just and say book, bookers in general? No, but little it needs book is to be different. a particular expression. It is, but Booker's has several expressions, mm-hmm. and they're so good. Any Booker's you get is- <laughs> So does every other brand. <laughs> no, but the- uh, I know, but so I'm saying Booker's any Booker's that I've had, turkey. I've enjoyed. Every Booker's yeah. is, is in that high-proof, you know, 120 I need to know, is it Beaten Biscuits? Is it Country Ham? Yeah. She said Little Book, man, be- and I have to agree with her. It's really Little good. Little Book is one of the most distinguished bourbons I've ever laid my lips on. I'm So where are you putting it? Like four? Or are you thinking one or two? I'd put it six, seven, or eight. What? Okay. Yeah. Disagree. Solid disagree. Have y'all had four? this? I have not had Probably it. Probably four. I've had plenty of bookers, so I agree there should this should be on the list, but I have not had little book. Four or six. I was thinking four. Okay. Little book. And I, I will give you I would, I would put able it, to put it there. I would put it over a rare breed, yeah. So little book. Yep. It yeah. is 
you can't say this most one of the most distinguished bourbons you've ever had and then put it in I was like, just trying to leave room for the others. But nah, yeah, it is definitely top you, five. you threw a heavy hitter out there. If you weren't doing it, I was mm-hmm. doing it next. Okay. All right. What you got, Joel? Old Forester, 1920. Mm-hmm. Uh, 115 okay. proof. Um, I'm gonna put that one down to about the 13 or 14 mark. Y'all, y'all throw okay. it out there. It's real. I was going to suggest 10, so I'm okay with that. No, yeah. it's, it's really good, man. But it, at the same time, it, it, I feel like it's, is um, it, is it better than Weller 107 or Knob Creek 12? Hmm. Oh, now that's the pin it's 13 that I'll say yeah, 13, 13 because that, I would put it yeah. at 13 as well. Yeah. yeah I, that's right. That's, that's a good idea. We might be bumping some of these up in a few minutes here. Um, I did not try the old scout yet. Yeah. Um, it's doing right now. We have right? old scout the, at 16. The reason, All right. It's my pick. Well, well yep. I want to clarify why I put, put this under Knob Creek 12 and 107 is because during our blind tasting we had where 115 was a part of it, um, I put that 115 as my last pick. 120. 1920. Well, I, I always say 115. It's 115 proof. The 1920, yeah. the old Forester 1920, I put it as my last pick. And I love that bourbon, but it just yeah. goes to show you. So that's where I put it. Mm-hmm. Newsflash, this old scout doesn't even compare to the red, rare breed or Kentucky spirit. Well, that's why yeah, Walt Turkey's number five. you had that old scout sitting there open? Mm-mm. Fresh crack. Okay. Well, that could also be the problem then. Mm. <laughs> too old or too new. <laughs> yeah, I don't care what it is. <laughs> um, I'm still going to keep this right now. And depending on how the list goes, I'm putting it in the 16th position. I think it's right there at it. Mm-hmm. This right. is a sugary, uh, delicious little bullet blend. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. All right, Matt, go. Okay. Can I suggest a whiskey? I know that we said bourbons. Yeah. I would love to put a whiskey. Uh, sure. uh, hey, if, if you open up whiskeys, that means you're opening up rye and everything else to this thing. Uh, so I'm just, I'm just going to throw this out here. If you guys decide you don't want it on the list in the top 15 recommendations from the show, let me know. All right, fine. I'm saying... Jack Daniels single barrel barrel proof. It's on the yes. list. Yep. It's on the list. But like now you just opened up a big Pandora's <laughs> box of shit. Uh-huh. And I would put I would put it like six, seven, eight range. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I would say like six. Six. Yeah. Six. It's fantastic. And and the and, and reason it I put it six, I would put it six two under the Kentucky rare breed because the proof is so hot. It's not gonna be for everybody. But it is yeah, a flavor uh, bomb. Jack Daniels single barrel barrel proof, right? Yeah, yeah. It's the worst name ever, but so delicious. It'd <laughs> be JD SBBP. Who's next? <laughs> May. Jeremy's up. Ooh, Maker's Mark. Um, which one? And forty six is the one I'm going to suggest because it was the first bourbon that I was ever like. Hell yeah, let's go. Unless mm-hmm. you guys have a better Makers. I think Makers deserves a spot on this list. I'm okay with Makers 46 as long as it's in the 14 or 15 spot. Yes. Yep. Yeah, no, no, yep. no. This is this is low on the list. This is a beginner bourbon. Uh, it's very smooth, very easy to drink, uh, super approachable, super easy to find, better than regular Makers, but still not astronomical. And I can't think of a better one in their lineup that I would include on this list. I think for personally, I think 14, because that is a very complex weeded bourbon, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, I, I, I do 14. Makers, 46. All right. God, my pen won't work. I'm proud of this list already, and we're not even done. All it's, right, Stacy, what you got? Okay. Um, Stacy, what's our one and two? <laughs> I'm going Stag Junior. We already have Stag. Nope. Oh, you're right. Okay. Of George T. Okay. Yep. Um, Elijah Craig Barrel Proof. 
Ooh, okay. girl. Okay. I've girl. never tried it. Do you, have you guys opened yours? Yeah, oh, we yeah. Have, we have Several. two or three different batches, yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know that it's like number two material, but I also don't think it's like number seven material, which is the next spot we have open. Okay. It's side by side can, with can like we, a Jack Daniels. Can we wild card it next to Stag and Little Book for the time being? Uh, I would say, what if we uh, what if we moved everything up one spot, made it number six, and then moved everything up one spot? Hmm. Is it better than Rare Breed? Yeah. Yeah. My opinion. Is know. it better that than was... Barrel Proof? <sighs> Jack Daniels Single Barrel Barrel Proof. I say number yes. seven. Now, Are you sure? I th- I think I think I think that Elijah Craig Barrel Proof is better than JD. I think it's better than the rare breed. And Move I, JD down to seven. No, I'm almost going to swap rare breed and JD. And that's what I would do. This is getting Move really- Move wild turkey and JD down We notch. maybe should have done this off the <laughs> podcast because I've always said JD was a top five for me. I've always said it. It's really good. I I think- Well, we'll- like, like, like where we're at now, do we have two bourbons that are better than GTS that we can even think of? Like, that's what I'm saying. That's I think top. we need to move these- I think we need to move these up. Like GTS is that, top. Yeah. Mm. I'm fine with that because then that the compromise there is that lets me keep a wild turkey in the top five. Yeah. I'm not letting this list shake out without wild turkey <laughs> of some sort in the top. <laughs> okay. So, I'm going to, so I'm going to mo- keep that there. I'll go, I'll go with you there. We, we, we move these up and put, um, Elijah Craig at, at number five then. Right. Uh, or no, three. No, we keep Kentucky rare breed at five. And jump everything else. I'll put. I'll put. And so little book three. Okay. Okay. I, I see what we're doing. Yeah. So so GTS is number two then. No one. Well then, what's number two? We don't know yet. Little book. Probably Colonel E. H. Taylor. Single it sucks. Barrel. We can't say little book when you guys haven't had it. I haven't had we single barrel E. H. Taylor. How can we say so you can't throw stuff out out of turn? <laughs> yes, question yes, and I answer. Wait your turn. So GTS is one. Two is empty. Little book is three. Okay, so where are we putting? And then e- Elijah Craig uh, is Elijah four. Craig okay. is four, and then Wild Turkey is five. <laughs> okay, and so that keeps Jack Daniels single barrel barrel proof at six. Yeah, See, this is going to keep getting yeah. harder and harder as we fill spots. Keep All it, right. keep it at six. I'm a, I, I I'm not butt hurt by this. What was three? Three is little, little book. book. Oh, yeah, we okay. have so two. We have two, two seven, eight, ten, and fifteen open. Yeah. Yep. Okay. All right. Who whose pick was Elijah Craig twelve year? I forget. Me. Elijah Craig okay. barrel Joel, proof. Barrel proof. Yeah. Well, it is a twelve year. Oh, okay. I always forget. So, all right. Um, Wait. What's the uh, what's the eighteen year? The blue one. Uh, that That's is just the Elijah Craig eighteen, 18 year. year. What what proof is that one? I mean, I'm like ninety. I think something oh. low. Let me look at it. Weak sauce. I'll look it up. Joel, what you got? Joel, what you got? So guys, I have to throw this one in here and I sincerely think it's a top 10 bourbon, but I don't know. I know they have expanded a lot. I can't say that it's a, um, that it's everywhere, but I would say that Chattanooga whiskey 111. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Is a, I, 100% 100% agree. And number 10 is open. I'm agreeable to, to stick it in the number 10 spot. I think it's a... T- you're going to put it above 
Old Weller Antique Knob 12 and Old Forester 1920? I personally, I gotta yes. Tell you, because I would it, put Knob Creek 12. It, it'd probably be in my personal top five, but I understand not everybody thinks that about it. So, no, I. I, I would move OWA and Knob Creek 12 up and then put Chattanooga Whiskey right below them. I'd put it above Old Forester, but not above those two. Weller Antique, number 10. <sighs> Knob Creek 12, and number 11. I think I think swap, I think Chatt- swap Knob Creek and Weller. Okay, swap. The, that, that, I would be okay with that. I like... Okay, no, so no. Knob, so Knob Creek 12 put, is number 10. Yes. And oh. then... Um, and then what was the one you just said? Weller 107 goes next. Is 11. And then what was the one? Duh. Chattanooga 111. Chattanooga. Chat 111 is 12. 12. Mm. Yeah. Okay. It's better than Old Forester 1920. Yes, 100%. Okay. Is that a consensus by you three? I think I'm, so. I'm good with it. Uh, so, okay. So, Knob is going 10. Damn it. Okay. I know. <laughs> and... Sh- Chattanooga should be number 11. Totally fucked this up. Oh, you think it should be? No, I oh, just want it to be 11. 11. So Knob Creek, is, <laughs> oh, Knob, on, Knob Creek jumps Weller 107, and then Chattanooga is number 12. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. All right. All right, it's my suggestion. I said this last week that I couldn't believe it wasn't in the top 15, so it's got to be in our top five, 15. Eagle Rare. That was, that yes, was, I, I, I have that written down. I have it written down. <sighs> I wouldn't put it at 15, but I don't know that I'd put it at seven or eight. eight. See, that's yeah. far. Would you that's put it over I, old granddad and knob 12 and no. well, it, well, I would, I would put it ahead of old Forster 1920 personally. Let's move yeah. Maybe yeah. even ahead of no. chat 111. Hang, let's, yeah. let's think about this. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Joe's going to start rallying. How are we Forster. really going to put... The Eagle Rare, that smooth ass ninety something proof Eagle Rare over the mm-hmm. Chattanooga one eleven. I would be sugar would be okay with frosting it. deliciousness over like some rose petals. Come on, I would be okay with it in like the either over one eleven or over one twenty. I wouldn't put it any higher than that. I would put it at fifteen. That's me. But you all well, w- got to do a consensus just wait, here. Just wait until let's, what I suggest next. <laughs> oh, let's, st- let's stick it in 15 <laughs> for now. Let's stick it in 15 for now because that okay. slot is open and then we can rearrange towards the end. Yeah. How are you going to cut this up? Oh, We're not. This is the process, yo. Yeah. Eagle mm, freaking riveting. rare. 10 year, right? At this 15? is a 10 year. I would love to yeah, listen to this. Yeah, that's all they have. <laughs> Eagle rare 10 year, right? Yeah. All it's right. the only expression they have. Okay. Um, they have a double eagle. Thank you very much. They have eagle rare. Oh, 17 they do year. have double rare, and, and, and double seven, eagle, extra rare. And yeah, a, you're right. You're and right. a seventeen no, here. The seventeen is B tack, and, and that's a different line. Ah, ten four. This, um, it's still a different expression. It's the same express, a different expression of the same brand. Um. Oh, I have two. All right, Evan Williams bald and bond because it is such a classic. Hard pass. It's not hard my pass. Top fifteen at all. all not right. at all. No. All yeah. right. I'm with you on that. Hard pass. I mean, it's a it's great, man, but it's not a top fifteen. If we had a top fifteen budget bourbons, then absolutely. That, oh, it would be like in the top five then. Yeah. Uh, Amen. Yeah, Eleven dollar yes. bottle. Yeah. If we were doing um, yes, hundred percent. The only other one I have would be Henry McKenna ten year, and I really like that one. I was Elmer Teeley. Listen, I mean, we've all had it. We all loved it, and it did win 
at the World Spirit Competition. So I would throw that in the seven and the eight slot for now until we can jump things around. Matt, what do you think? I, I know you don't love, care for it much. Yeah, I mean, that was why, you know, I cracked that bottle for porn on the podcast. Jeremy, I let you take it home with you after that because mm-hmm. I was just like, meh. <laughs> and I went and bought another bottle because I really liked it. Yeah. So I'm I'm okay with it being in the top 15. Number eight, though. Okay. That's very, Let's that's do- very high. But b- both of these were like 15 spots in my I, head. Listen, uh, we, we got to create a leather category for side for the sidebar. Let's throw this so over with number old, 17. Let's throw it over with yeah. Old Scout for now and put it there. Okay. And Stacy, I didn't recommend Elmer T. Lee because I didn't know if that would infringe on our Buffalo Trace that we already have so much of on here. And sour, we already have it sour mash It's its own brand. Okay. Well, I mean, well, we have like Eagle Rare and yeah, everything else. I didn't know. If- so just because things are hard to get doesn't mean it can't be on this list, right? We, if we, one of us has if to have we've it. We've had them. Yeah. If we've had them, it can we be on the list. Own them. Yeah. Owned. Not, not, not have, but own. What if yeah. Steven yes. owned it? No, no that's not you. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm saying Pappy 20 year. Okay. <laughs> okay. Stacy, you're up. Colonel E.H. Taylor, single barrel. Hmm. What is I've, the. I have not had that one. Do you like Colonel E.H. Uh, Taylor? Just say Colonel E.H. Taylor. I love small batch. It's one of my, my favorites right now. So I could imagine that single barrel would be like seven or eight materials. It's better. So I like. Is it the barrel proof or just the uh, ball and bond? Uh, the single barrel, which is, is a bottle, bottle of bond. bond. I have a bottle of it upstairs. Should I go crack it so I can weigh in on this? Yes. <laughs> yes. That's the one dude, we got, wait, dude, for, wait, we dude, got it for your birthday. Yeah. Bitch, I, I, I would, that straight. <laughs> I've been waiting for you guys. So yeah, hold on. I'll go grab it and crack it open. Hey, we're, we're back on air now. Um, I have my uh, Colonel E.H. Taylor single barrel bottle and bond. I just cracked it. And oh my God, it smells good. It's so good. Let's go. Oh man. Like small batch is good. Single barrel. (sighs) Thought you were snapping your fingers at me. No lady, I was not. Okay. I know where I'm at now. I know where I'm at. Oh my, oh my God. This, this, this smells phenomenal. Top five. Top five. What? If that's the question, we have to figure out what we're booting out of the... I mean, I guess we have the two spot open still. I forgot about that. So we have the two, the seven, and the eight open still? Yep. So while I was... uh, While Jeremy was grabbing that, I went and stared at my bourbon collection. I actually tried the Maker's 46. Mm, Straight out of the bottle. Solid pour. Um, Yep. I grabbed the... I I swallowed some Knob Creek 12. Man, it belongs in this list. 100% top 10 up in there. I am glad we moved that sucker up. Um, I am actually... No, never mind. Forget that. Um, Hang on. I know. Before you go, we've got to decide where this E.H. Taylor is going. Oh, no, I'm not, uh, I'm not going. I was about to switch yeah. one of them, but we were saving that for later. So um, I would throw this in at number seven. I don't think it's better than Jack Daniels Single Barrel Barrel Proof, but it is a phenomenal pour and belongs on this list. And I only say that because it's 100 proof. Maybe if I was drinking the Barrel Proof, um, I would rate it a little higher just because of the complexity of it. Mm-hmm. But this is a phenomenal pour. I would put this over Old Granddad Knob Weller Antique. I would put this well above all of them. So def- definitely seven and maybe move it up to six if we move some stuff up. Well, I'm glad okay. you like it. Yeah, uh, that's true. Who we at? Yeah. Who we at? Happy birthday. It was a birthday gift. <laughs> this sucks. It's <laughs> 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 <This> fucking blues. <laughs> yeah. All, all right. right. Single barrel. It's definitely a gem to have in your liquor cabinet. So now it's on mm-hmm. Moi, correct? 
Yep. I'm throwing, yep. I'm going to throw this out there, man. The, on In the eighth slot, number eight, I'm going to go ahead and throw out the Elmer T. Lee. Um, yes. It I is agree. in the 90 proof range. I'm not sure exactly what it is. Um, now, I will I say it's the, 90. Huh? I believe it's 90. Well, I will say this. It it's a fantastic pour. I mm-hmm. will, if you like, if you've had this and you like it, we can't put it on the list because we have not, none of us have owned it, I don't believe. Um, I think Rock Hill Farms is mm-hmm. it's the same mash bill. I think it is, it's a hundred proofer. It's a bottle and bond. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it is better. Um, but I like the Elmer T. Lee better than the Rock Hill Farms. See, there you go. But mm-hmm. it doesn't matter though, because none of us have owned Rock Hill Farms. Exactly. So, so El- nope. can't go on there. But I'm just saying, if you, if, if you can get a hold of it, the, the mash bills are similar. They're just a little bit different. Tiny, mm-hmm. tiny bit. Elmer T. Lee, number eight. What do y'all think? Is that about that slot? Approved. I like it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Good deal. Okay. All right. So we have a 16th and 17th old scout and Henry McKenna 10. Do we want to, we have one spot left open. Number two, do we want to move stuff up or move stuff around? Or do you want to suggest something new, Matt? Let's, let's do a, like a consolation round where we each recommend one more. What do you think about that? All and right. then we can pick from, uh, the, the parking lot items, what belongs to go in the list. And then we could rearrange the order. I like it. You feel good about that, Jeremy? I don't have another one to recommend that I would think would go on the list. I think we, we nailed down the, the 15 we got here. We need one more. Henry McKenna. I, like, I, I'm sorry. No, I don't think Henry, Henry McKenna can't go in the number two slot. Not number two. No, no, no. no, 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 no. We're, we're going to move things up. Do you think Old Scout or Henry McKenna should be on this list, guys? Um, I would say Henry McKenna. Henry McKenna. That's my vote of those two. I agree. I agree with that. Over old, I mean, I like old I Scout. like Old Scout better than Henry McKenna, but I'll go with majority rules on that. Well, oh, and I'm going to. No. What about well, Russell's well, Reserve? Oh, man, guys. It's old no, Scout we did Wild so Turkey already. Oh, yep. This old scout is so tasty, though, and I haven't had Henry McKenna since we had it on the pod. Uh, I've not had ago. old scout. New so. riff. Yeah, you that was my eat, pick. You, you I, I snuck that one to Stacy while you guys were away, but I think new riff single barrel deserves to be on the list. I kind of that, yeah. Okay. I have I not like had it, it, so it's up to you guys. Oh man. Okay. I'm, I don't think I think Henry McKenna is. Hang on. Back up. Back up. I think old scout belongs. I can't say because I don't have it with me. I haven't had it in so long, but I'm drinking Old Scout right now. It is so freaking tasty. Really? I've not tried Old Scout, so the three of you need yes, to Yes, you have. Old we've, Scout- had, we've had it. We've had it on the pod. Smooth Ambler. So how Smooth about Ambler. this? Let's, uh, I have a bottle, but I haven't opened it yet. But you've had it I with love, me. Okay, I don't remember it. I love Old Scout, but let's throw it out because the one that we all love is a store pick. And so oh. it's it's not something that people could go get. They could get a store pick, but it wouldn't be this store pick. Ah, well, it's shit. Uh, MGP Indiana store pick. It has to be okay. from Indiana, though. If you get Old Scout, make sure it says Indiana on the back because they have two, they Correct. source it from two different places. Yep. Okay, so do we want to move Henry McKenna into the 15 or do we want to use a new riff? Hang on. You said you haven't tried new riff, right, Jerry? I have not, but the three of you have, so you guys have could I decide that. It? You, I don't freaking know. Take, I'll just go take a really quick taste. <laughs> Y'all, that was a disaster. A straight up disaster. <laughs> we thought you fell. 
Oh, mm-hmm. you did? No, it yeah. was I. I was cleared out the door, and when it happened, I just had to look back at the train wreck. <laughs> Stacy ate shit. <laughs> That's what we thought. It was all of a sudden everything was shaking, and there was like glens flying. I up saw in the a glen go. Uh. <laughs> no, I saw I was, the dog was, just going ape shit in the background, and then I was like, oh, "There goes my rare breed, my Kentucky spirit." This okay. wasn't allocated. All right, Stacey, All right. Bring, bring us back with New Riff. All right. Yes. All right. <laughs> okay, amongst the chaos that just happened, um, I went out there and I had a small little pour of New Riff, and that is, it's so unique. It's mm-hmm. not like any of the other run-of-the-mill bourbons. I would definitely put it top 15. Which oh. expression did you have? Single barrel. Okay. okay, man. So where would you put that? Would you put it over maker, Makers and Eagle at the bottom or up towards the top? I'd put be, it over be, Makers yeah. and Eagle. It's Matt, would you put New Riff on the list also? Uh, Yeah, I would absolutely put it. It okay. was on my short list. Here we go. Had. I think that's a good so, place for yeah. it. I, I would... I lost my pen. I would move everything on our list from number 10 to number one. Just say where to, you would for, squeeze for, it. In between what? No, no, no. I move everything up. I would squeeze it between um, 11. I put it above Weller 107 and under Knob Creek 12. I can agree with So it'd be number 10. I like it. That. It would be number 10. And then the number two spot would be taken over by a little book. I I am good with that. I will trust you guys judgment on that. But Stacy, you have to agree because that, that would make the majority. Totally agree. Okay. And that is our list. Do you guys want to read through the list or make listeners go to our Instagram page to check it out? Producer, I, can I, producer can I Matt. It? I'll read it. Let's read it. Let's read it. All right. Top 15 bourbons, starting Wrong. with number... Wait. 15. Starting with number 15. Number 15, Eagle Rare. 14. 10 year. Eagle Rare 10 year. 14, Makers 46. 13, Old Forester 1920. Number 12, Chattanooga 111. Chattanooga Whiskey 111. Yep. Number 11, Weller Antique 107. Number 10. 10. New Riff Single Barrel. Number 9, Knob Creek 12 Year. Yep. Number 8, Old Granddad 114. Yeah, man. Number 7, Elmer T. Lee. Number 6, Colonel E.H. Taylor Single Barrel. This is a stellar list. Isn't it good? Yahoo can can suck. If you want a bourbon collection, get this. This is it. This is the tits. (laughs) It is. Number five, Jack Daniels Single Barrel Barrel Proof. Number four, Wild Turkey Rare Breed. Number three, Elijah Craig Barrel Proof. Number two, Little Book. And number one, Mr. George T. Stagg. Hey-oh. That's a solid list. Is solid. And there's only a few that we don't have ourselves. So, I mean. No, we have them all. (laughs) It's really sad. (laughs) I was like, what? You guys have all these. (laughs) That's right. Now, uh, it's not not sad. That should be celebrated. It is. We didn't. It was Henry McKenna that we do not own. Yeah, we don't have that one. But there's, there's. And that was. I mean, Henry McKenna, we should say, is like an honorable mention, right? That yeah, would be number up. 16 mm-hmm. on the list. Mm-hmm. But uh, and that, that, that or Old Scout. Well, but like Matt said, that's a store pick. So the ones we're getting or had. That was Old Scout. It's not going to be the same. So it's, it's hard to tell somebody that to get go this. Go buy this. Yeah, to go yeah. buy it. So. Yeah, store I, picks. 
I'm so, dude, we, uh, we have to publish this. Can one of y'all on your websites over there publish this and Kentucky Spirit? Whatever. Because um, I think y'all have a website. Well, I know. Yeah. I don't have a blog, though. <laughs> you know how good we are at posting <laughs> shit. So, um, it, what, but. The website is in works. We need to have a blog option for uh, TRP for sure. For I stuff like, like this. But this bourbon yeah. list right here is solid. Yep. I would be curious to hear like uh, Wildcat or Steven's thoughts on this list. Oh God, their collections would blow this list out of the water. Mm-hmm. It's but I think this agreement. is all stuff you could you could buy, right? I mean, some of it's a little harder to get. I mean, George C. Stagg is going to be tough, but... Well, it's in the number one position for a reason. Yeah, but you could go get this stuff, and some of the stuff that they might suggest that you put on this list would be very difficult to find. So, Honestly, mm-hmm. Stephen, a lot, lot of his favorite ones, like Roaming Man is one of his favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that, a lot of a his... Tennessee, uh, um, yeah, distillate. a lot of his favorites are ones that are decently attainable. So... And the thing is, too, out of this whole list, the only one that is not a bourbon is the JD single barrel barrel proof. But it is so, it is such a solid pour that yeah, you could not include it. You could not it include it. It has to be in your bar. It has to be. And I'm so glad it creeped into the top five because I, I've, al- I've always said it was a top, yeah. top five for me yeah. out of yeah. everything I've had. And. Oh, man, I'm so proud of this. I'm, I'm proud of it, too. Yeah. I think we need to print it up. Post it, frame it, keep it in our offices. I agree. It'll be fun at some point in the future to revisit it. Uh, so we should definitely print it so that we don't lose it. Uh, but yeah, revisit it and see how it changes over time. I agree. We could do this once a year. What do you say? Yeah, like the e- the annual TRP top fifteen. Every ma- as our, as our collections grow and we have more options available to us, for sure. Absolutely, mm-hmm. we can come in, we can pick and pull. So fantastic. Well, that's our list, you mofo's. If you don't like it. You can shove it. Get to uh, shopping. Get to buying. I'm telling you, yep. if, if you can get your hands on any of these pours, it's gonna buy be it. a, it's gonna be a great a great addition to your. You collection. see it, you buy it. Hundred percent. If you see it, you buy it. All I like, right, I like that. Time to take a break. When we get back, all the funsies. <laughs> I like the funsies. Okay. Do you like to cook? Of course you do. And we all know that quality knives and tools are a cook's best friend. That's why we only use the best, Dalstrong. Dalstrong has the highest quality, sexiest knives I've ever laid my hands on. Any knife that you would ever need, they have it. But they don't stop there, guys. At Dalstrong.com, they also carry block sets, aprons, cookware, culinary tools, and even everything you need to maintain a kitchen's best friend. So guys, run. I said run to DowStrong.com and use code ThatReloadPodcast. I said ThatReloadPodcast to save on the finest brand in the game, DowStrong. Welcome back to the show, everybody. We are going to jump right into Rapid Fire Questions. Tonight, let's do Matt, Joel, and Stacy. Three weeks in a row. Um, Last three weeks in a row. Oh my God! That's the order you guys always sit them here. All right, no, all right, no, 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 go. no. You know what you're doing because she shits the bed every rapid fire. Let her. I have know, it. but she can compl- she complains about it when she's not first. So uh... <laughs> there we go. No, put Stacy first. That way she complain about not having enough time to think about an answer. <laughs> uh, the, fir- the first question is really specific. That's why I did you first, Matt. Uh, I'll be last. 
I'm used to it. Let's Go ahead do, and put the ladies last. Stacy, Joel, <laughs> Matt. We're gonna do that order. Stacy, okay. Joel, Matt. Ten four. What is your favorite quote from the classic 1800s era Western movie Roadhouse? Oh yes, I'm crazy. <laughs> And I'm Joel has no idea what that. And Paul, Joel has your references. I've watched Joel Roadhouse no several times. I love Roadhouse, you but know, I don't can't quote it. Stacy's totally missing the oh, point. Oh yes, 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 yes. Ready, ready. No, 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 Please. nope. You've already answered. Please. You've already answered. No. You've already answered. I'm doing no, it. you've you've already no. answered. Joel, no, that's Joel. my answer. Joel, what is your answer? <laughs> oh, Joel. Well, shit. Now I'm confused, and I don't know what to do. Joel, <laughs> Joel what is your what is your favorite quote from the classic 1800s era? Western movie Roadhouse. 1800s era. What is your favorite quote from Roadhouse? Roadhouse. Stacy, do not spoil this. Yes, Roadhouse. I don't know. <laughs> All right, you don't know. That's your favorite quote, <laughs> Matt. What is your favorite quote from the classic 1800s era Western movie Roadhouse? I'm your Huckleberry. There it is. Oh, there it is. Real there life, it is. Matt. Uh, like, really? Oh, I kept so little backstory for the listeners at home in our group chat, which Joel does not partake in at all. Um, I kept quoting "I'm your Huckleberry" to Matt constantly all this week, and so he's like, "You keep watching that movie? What is it? Roadhouse? Um, Stonehenge?" Uh, he couldn't think of the name <laughs> of the movie. Stone. What's bad is I read this thread in our little group chat, and I still didn't get this damn thing. <laughs> And Stacy, that's why Matt was first this week, but you wanted to go first and, and shit the bed. Uh, the bed. <laughs> Next question ribeye or strip steak? Stacy. I'm um, sorry, strip steak. Oh, same here. Yeah. Joel. Ribeye. Do it. Ribeye. Matt. Stri- I'm not sure I know. Th- I'm not sure I know the difference between strip steak and skirt steak. What's no, no, strip, like a New, New York, York strip. Like a strip oh, New York yeah, strip. Yeah. Okay, okay, that makes sense. I think I'm going to go New York Strip. Come on. Yeah. What, so are you, what is your old deal? Mm-hmm. Yep. I just. I still have not tried a Haltemann New York hard, Strip. Hard ass fat. Oh, it's good. Oh, I have. It's very I've good. had the Haltemann yeah. fillets. Obviously, I'm obsessed with those. Uh, Order them, but I've they had have a dry the aged New York Strip that's good, too. I have yet to have their New yeah. York Strip, and mom and dad say it's good. I'm just a sucker for that jelly fat on the ribeye, man. Mm. I, you all, like, I like the You're a fatty boy. Yeah. Thick boy. All right. Um,. I had a really hard time not bringing this up, this question up earlier um, with our pre-show talk, but um, <laughs> true or false, Stacy? the average human body contains enough bones to make an entire skeleton. <laughs> Stacy. <laughs> true. Joel. Of course it's true. Matt? No, I, no it's, I think it's got to be false. The rule of averages means that there's people that don't have appendages, like they're missing arms and legs, right? So the average body would not have enough bones. I don't believe that. Do we need to ask our friend Jeff about it? Jeffrey. (laughs) Jeffrey. 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 Jeff, the TRP studio skeleton. Joel's right, and he's very sexy and good in bed. Well, he is the he he is the authority on whether Joel is good in bed or not. So, next question: Would you rather run out of gas or TP, Stacy? Oh, man, I'd rather run out of gas. I well, can't do without the toilet paper. That'd be a mess. There you go, as, Joel. As, as much as I visit the banyo daily, I definitely would rather rather run out of gas. Matt, 
Uh, I'd rather run out of TP. I've got a, I've got a bidet. Add a boy. When do you touch? One of those. those Wait it. it. Wait to cheat. <laughs> Name that movie, guys. Oh, yeah. Right. First person with the answer, shout it out. Man grows potatoes. The Martian. Yep. Damn it. I yes, thought, I thought, I thought Matt would get that one. I was leaning towards him, but that was quick. Oh, well, it's my favorite book. Yeah. So, of course, yeah. I'm going to get the movie. Did you see he just came out with a new book like last week? I uh, have pre-ordered the audiobook. I have not had a chance to listen to it yet. I just picked it up the other day, excited to look at it. It's, a, it's like Project Hail Mary or something. We're talking about mm-hmm. uh, the author, Andy Weir. Yeah. Favorite ice cream flavor, Stacy. Mint chocolate chip. That's gross. Joel. Uh, cookies and cream. Hell yeah, brother. Let's go. Matt. Man, <laughs> like very specific, but Mayfield has some called Extreme Moose Tracks. Oh, it's very good. That is it's good. It's chocolate moose tracks. It's chocolate ice cream with the chocolate moose tracks. Mm-hmm. It's very it's good. It's more toppings than ice cream, though. Yeah, that's no, the point. Not. Uh, Joel, um, <laughs> what's that local one? I forget what they're called, but they have one called Cookie Two Step, and it's cookies and cream with chocolate chip cookie dough in it. And it is what? really good. It's blue. Oh, crap. What, it's, it's not blue, blue bell. Bunny? Is it blue bell? Blue bunny? Maybe. Maybe. It's like that. I haven't had this, one. and I want I get so pissed off he when I go. He loves cookie dough and cookies and cream. I love, I love the cookie dough one, too. Yeah. But, but it's it's tough, man. You have to find a specific brand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going on a rabbit hole. Y'all ready? Let's do it. Okay. Let's do it. Yeah. I'm going on a major rabbit hole. Um, you have to find, like, you, you go buy, like, cookies and cream, and it's just, like, little cookie dust with a cookie every no 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 you need whole cookies in there i need chock full so back Mm -hmm. in the back in the day i brought a business proposition up to stacy about starting our own ice cream i can't believe we're doing this we're doing this okay it's happening right now i brought a a business proposition to stacy about the business proposition is great the name and the branding and the marketing is not the name is is it is it called just a tip and you put like tons of toppings in there no Stay with me, okay? Mm-hmm. I wanted to create an ice cream line that have, was was full of the toppings and, and the flavors that mm-hmm. it that it branded out, okay? That it and, promised, yeah. Yes, and I wanted to call it Ploppies. So that you would have Ploppies? Ploppies. What? Ploppies. No, you, you lost us. No, stay with me. You okay? lost everyone. No, I wanted to call it Ploppies ice cream, okay? And it would be like dinosaur Ploppies. And it would have like, you know... Tons of like dinosaurs in it, but that's, it's like it's like everybody's taking a shit. Okay, so like yeah, yeah we got it. If you, you get what I'm talking about, so but it Floppies. was it was it was full. I can't believe you're airing of, this out. Like <laughs> someone's gonna take our business model. It was full. <laughs> you, there was never yeah. gonna come off the ground because of you. Reload ploppies. <laughs> I'm someone's copywriting it right steal now. Your, your shit themed ice cream. So look, look, check it out. So you got like polar bear ploppies, okay? And it's like peppermint ice cream full of chunks of peppermint goodness. Okay. No. Anybody? Anybody? Next I've just question. Never heard the term ploppy before. Giraffe ploppies, full of chocolate and caramel, because that's how they're colored. Ooh. Uh huh. You never brought that to my attention. Yeah, yeah. Picking up what I'm putting down. What would gorilla ploppies be? That'd be a banana flavored ice cream with chocolate so chips all through all it. All right. Let's all pick some so it, animals. It, it's whatever the animal would shit. That's like the theme that's of the, the flavor. That's the ploppy. Pen- yep. Penguin ploppies. Leprechaun, leprechaun <laughs> ploppies would be mint chocolate chip. Come on. Penguin ploppies? 
That'd be a really... Wait, so do we have to do, like, cow poppies to get, like, cookies and cream? No. Well, milk comes from cows and cream. Flamingo ploppies. That would be a... Str- Cotton candy that flavored. Would, that would... <laughs> Or strawberry <laughs> sherbet. <laughs> Whose side are you on, Where's Jeremy? Where's the ploppies, though? Where's the, ploppies, the toppings? The ploppies are chunks of strawberries in the strawberry sherbet. That's boring. You hussy. All right, Next question. Is it wrong for a vegan to eat animal crackers? I'm, I'm kind of upset y'all didn't like my idea. I think it's kind of wrong. It's kind of wrong. Like, I'm not eating, like, human-shaped like human steaks or something. Like... I'm against eating humans, but I'm not going to eat human cookies. I, well, I guess. You ate Keebler elves. <laughs> Keebler elf cookies. There are many humans when I was like that six. live in trees. And a shining example. Well, we don't have Stacy go first. Go. <laughs> Repeat the question because I wasn't listening. Is it wrong for vegans to eat animal crackers? No, not at all. Negative. Yes, it is. Matt. Uh, I don't have anything witty to say. No. Remember, no, no repeats. You can't say yes or no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Moving on. It might be. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Who the hell knows? Iced coffee or cold brew? Stacy. Cold brew. Joel? Solid cold brew. Matt? Uh, I know it's no repeats, but cold brew is the right answer. Cold brew is the right answer. Gotcha. And that brings us to the final question of the evening. Are Reload Rubs the greatest seasonings of all time? Stacey, I am so looking forward to your answer. <laughs> Why, yes. yes Does my dog spill all my bourbon all over the floor? Yeah. <laughs> there we Does go. My dog, <laughs> my dog about to get his little butt Kick. straight out the door. Send the liquor store. Hey. Get me some more. Did we, did we just compile... Probably the best bourbon list of all time. Affirmative. And that? Uh, certainly better than last week. Yes, of course. Oh, I thought you were going to give me a different answer. All <laughs> <laughs> uh, the floor. That yeah. brings us to the end of Rapid Fire Questions. Go over to Joel. That's right, guys. It's time. It's time for that segment you've been yearning for. We recommend things to you all we think are cool and badass. And with that being said, let's jump straight into... Reload recommendations, recommendations from Reload. Yeah, baby. Mmm. Mmm, lusty. That was pretty good, wasn't it? All I'm right. I'm glad to hear the sucking of air kind of come back. Yeah, a little bit. I think it got too long before, you know? It was like I was elongating it too much, pissing my wife yeah, off. You were sucking said. too much. I was yeah. sucking a lot. Yeah. So, anyways, okay. anyways, that being said, let's get to order this thing. I'm going to do Jeremy, Stacy, Matt. I wanted yeah. to go before Jeremy. And I'm going to round things out with me because I think you guys uh, are going to have something to say about my recommendation. I'm afraid that Jeremy's going to recommend what I'm recommending. Best for second to last. Uh-huh. Well, Stacey, you had to change last time, so you can't change twice in a row. I mix things up. Are you recommending a TV show? I am. We might be recommending the same thing? I think we are. Yeah, let's hear it. All right. Same time. One. Jupiter's Legacy. Jupiter's Legacy. What is it? Uh, Jupiter's New Netflix Legacy. Show. 
new Netflix show, uh, Jupiter's Legacy. It is a, a really, really good show I on Netflix. Uh, first season just came out. I binge watched the entire thing. It is a superhero show, but it is a very unique and original take on Love superheroes. It. Uh, it flashes back. Uh, they're quite old in the present day, like 120 years old, this group of six superheroes. Uh, so it flashes back to 1929 and then to present day when they first got their powers in 29 and then present day what they're dealing with. It is a really fun show. The entire first season is set up for the series. So I am very excited for future seasons to come out. Uh, it was really, really good. All right. That is, Jeremy, that's a great show. We actually uh, have seen it and watched it. Stacy, what's your recommendation? So I'm Yes, Stacy. I'm recommending a new show that uh, just released on Netflix. It's called Jupiter's Legacy. Oh, my gosh. Oh, <laughs> no. Just tell us that. about it. So my opinion of it, you know me. I'm not a huge superhero show. Joel was like, hey, do you want to watch this with me? And I said, no. He showed me the, the trailer. Trailer looked great. And I said, no, I'm not going to watch it. So he was already like eight minutes in. I am the type of person, I cannot watch a show unless I watch it from the beginning. And I was sucked in. So awesome. You've got two storylines going at once. Like Jeremy said, it's bouncing into how they got to where they are present time, going back to 1929. The whole season is just the two storylines, but it's awesome because it's not just like heavy superhero stuff. There's family life going on. It's more that. Relationships. more that, yeah. Um, it is so fantastic. I was totally enthralled with it. We had had some Mother's Day's plans, and I was like, I cannot wait to go home. That's what we did. <laughs> I cannot wait to go home and just binge watch this show. So Jupiter's Legacy on Netflix. Fan-freaking-tastic. And Matt, I'm going to throw it over to you, my man. What kind of slappage so, you got going on this week? Before I get to Matt's music, I actually have a show to talk about, too. Oh, um, man. So there's... Yeah, yeah. So I'll make up for Stacy not having a recommendation that was different from Jeremy's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. oh no! Kidding. Kidding. Oh no! Uh, so I, th- we started watching this show. It's unfortunately only on Paramount Plus, so it's kind of hard to watch. But if somehow you have Paramount Plus, like we do, Julie's been watching this show called The Challenge, oh. uh, which used to air on MTV. So that's why we have. Oh it. yeah. I used, to, we used to watch it all the time. Mm-hmm. Doesn't surprise me. <laughs> it's great. <But> anyway. <laughs> yeah, it used to be like real world road rules yep. challenge, and now it's just the genesis. Anyway, so there's this new show. It's produced by Dave Grohl, who is the front man for Foo Fighters, mm-hmm. formerly the drummer for Nirvana. He and his mom are co-producing a show called From Cradle to Stage. And so the whole premise is Dave's mom wrote a book that was like a memoir about what it was like to raise a future rock star. This whole show just follows and interviews like current rock stars and musicians' parents to find out what they were like as kids. You know, when when did they realize that they were going to make it big and like what that whole experience was like. So it's part like uh, VH1 behind the music Kind of. Yeah. Uh, and also with this spin on it, because you've got uh, like family drama and stuff like that intertwined into it. So the people that they have on this season are Brandy Carlisle, Miranda Lambert, Getty Lee, who's the front man for Rush, Tom Morello, which is Rage Against the Machine, uh, Dan Reynolds, which is the front man for Imagine Dragons and Pharrell Williams, which everybody knows Pharrell. Yeah. So it's a super cool group. Uh, the first two episodes are already available. We watched the first one, which was Dan Reynolds from Imagine Dragons. And I was like, man, I don't really care anything about 
them. And even still, it was a great watch. So highly recommend it. It's called From Cradle to Stage. I like it. I think cool. we, I think we do cool. have that. So okay, all right, bring us home next. This week for Matt's music, I have Orange County, California-based American rock band Jack's Mannequin. So we're throwing in some 2000s alt-rock this week, originally released on their 2005 debut album, Everything in Transit. This is a song called The Mixtape. So uh, this is a band that uh, Julie and I, so for folks that don't know, I'm 31 years old. I've been married for nine years and my wife and I dated for the seven years prior to that. So we're to the point in our relationship now where we have been together for longer than we haven't been together. So we have all this history, like from our college years where we uh, went to like a ton of shows together. Yeah. And this one in particular, we saw this band at the Orlando House of Blues um, it was just the right time. Like it takes me right back to that, like 2005 era. It's a, it does slap. It's an absolute jam. I think you guys are going to like it. Go check out our playlist. Dude. It's amazing how music can transport you back somewhere mm-hmm. like, like that. Yeah. And dude, yeah. every song you ever put out there slaps hard as hell, but excellent recommendation producer, Matt, but now it's my turn and I got two, of course. Also, um, first thing I want to, first thing I want to recommend, uh, because I think it's great is what I'm sipping on the night, which is 1792 foolproof. It's a bottle that you can get. Um, it helps if you know your liquor store, uh, you know, lady or like gentleman bourbon syrup. Yeah. What's odd about this is no. we have had this in our cabinet uncracked for seven months and just cracked it and, on Monday. And it's so good. Uh, it's 125 proof mm. of, pure flavor mm-hmm. if, if if that's too hot for you cut that jazz with a few drops of water it is surprisingly smooth i didn't realize it was that high i well i it's not girl you must have had had a couple of pours because when you got if you taste it on a fresh a fresh taste bourbon it's it's high baby taste it taste it raw bitch i yeah. drink that straight <laughs> <laughs> i'm surprised you guys didn't crack that one for a dram january if you've had it for seven months We've had it for seven months. Well, you know, I fell off the damn train halfway through Dream January. I know. I'm just not done giving you a hard time about that. (laughs) So it's really good. It it is really good. All the 1792 uh, stuff is is really good. Um, So check that out. That whole line is great. My second recommendation, y'all... It's a show. What do you What do you know? We're all doing shows today. I like Tazuki or something. No, shut your mouth. Okay, leave kind my, of Japanimation. Girl, leave my anime alone. <laughs> now, so forgot about that. This is. I saw the trailer for this. I've only watched the first episode. I've really enjoyed it. A lot of it might be just malarkey. Okay, but it's on Hulu. And it's a new show called. Oh God! It's at Finding Bigfoot. Yes. It's Sasquatch. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, man. So, the moment you said malarkey, I knew. Yeah. I knew. And, and it might be, dude, but like, you know, I, I've always been obsessed with Bigfoot. Like, just the nostalgia of it. Could there be one? Do I think there's really a Bigfoot out there? Not really. But when you 
when you watch shows like this and hear this, it, it, it brings the inner kid in you out. This is a very serious show, though. It's it's not a funny or anything like that or like a bunch of reds or any, that kind of stuff. It is a, a dark show. First episode, they're talking about this. It's based, this guy is an investigative journalist. He's been deep into um, like uh, undercover in Nazi, uh, Nazi camps or whatnot. Um, he, basically, his mantra is, if I thought you were a monster, I was going to go undercover and I was going to expose you. That's what his stick was. And he went to a cannabis farm and hung out with a friend that was working that in California. Uh, this has been 20 years ago. And the story starts off basically while they're there, they're in the cabin, they're smoking some weed, getting a little high, two dudes bust in the cabin to the guy who owns the farm, mm-hmm. and they're in a huge, horrible panic that basically a Bigfoot had just ripped apart three people in front of their eyes. So anyways, if you want something like that, if you want to just get you know a, a, a fun watch that really kind of gets you on the edge of your seat, I've only watched one episode, but Sasquatch on Hulu check it out that's my recommendation so with that being said all as good as we've had this great episode we have laid out this amazing bourbon list all these recommendations i think it's time for a little bit of a welcome and be of a new to this moment this week here Minute, decade, <laughs> yes. century, millennia. To this F wad, we're going to throw right in your face, Stacey. I want it. F wad. <laughs> wow. All right, guys. <laughs> F wad this week. I have a fun one for you, and this is a play on one that we have had previously on the show. Uh, Julienne, which uh, I'm sure you remember, Joel, if you want to enlighten the, uh, the audience on what Julienne is. That's where you cut little fries into skinny little shit. Yeah. That is exactly what it is. Now, if you were to take those little fries, exactly. turn them 90 degrees, cut them again, and make little cubes, that would be a brunoise. <laughs> to brunoise. I hate you so much. There is no literal translation from French to English. Uh, it, is, it is its own word, its own cooking technique, but it is a knife technique once you julienne. Turn them sideways, brunoise, into do a small dice, and that is what it is. It is uh, one eighth to one sixteenth inch cubes. Brunoise. Burn. No, hang on, hang on. Burn. Brun. Brun. Brunoise. 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 Run. Brun. Brun. Brunoise. I want to try it. Brunoise. Matt. All right. How are you feeling about this one, Joel? Uh, two. I'm going two. That's and pretty high. Nice. That's high. Yeah, here, bro. Really crazy. And I don't think Stacey, I'm going to get it. Stacy wants to jump in on this, but I'm, I'm, about, to, okay. I'm about to nail it. Stacy, right. on a scale from one to ten, how confident are you in the spelling of this word? Two. Oh, no, cool. Joel already said two. No repeats. Yeah, um, no repeats. 2.2? Three. 2. three. <laughs> okay, <laughs> slightly more confident than Joel. Yeah. All right, let's Joel. Hear it. All right, Let's so Brun, some, uh, Brunoise. 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 Oh, I'm, con- I'm conflicted off there's a Z or an S in there, but I'm going. The French don't use Z. All right, here we go. B-R-U-N-W-A-S-E with the little thingy above it. Nope. Stacy. 
B R U N O I S. Oh, that looks better. E. Yep, that's it. <laughs> Uh, you little bitch. You, you, you had that hanging E on the end there, but that was it. Wow. Good job. Good job. O-I-S-E. That Matt, was a shot in the dark. Was. Just the Y. I was like, oh, I bet it's O-I-S. Matt, give her the music. Bam. There we go. Yeah, I'm so excited to get to use it again. <laughs> there we go. That is only the second ever successful word on uh, on FWOD. Can we start having Stacy back me up on every one of them? No. Just so we can have the, the music. We could turn it into a competition. Ooh, I like this. I think it's time we quit shitting on Joel. It could be men versus women. And his illiteracy. And uh, then we can have the Matt, Stacy, and and myself, which we all know how that's going to (laughs) go. Guess it. I think (laughs) that's what we should do. Let's try. As long as I don't, as long as I don't have to spill these mofo's, I'm fine with it. You're you're the host of this one, so why don't we all kind of uh, let's try for a couple of weeks and see how the audience responds. There we go. Deal. Deal. Okay. All right. Well, that being said, let's get the hell out of here, guys. We love you. We hope you love this show as much as we did. Check out this bourbon list. We hope you uh, subscribe. Hit that button. Do it. Do it right now. That way you can listen to that reload podcast anytime, anywhere. Love you guys. We'll see you on the next show. See you next Tuesday. This podcast is brought to you by Reload Rub and Seasoning. Head to ReloadRub.com to pick up the full arsenal of our delicious blends, perfect for amping up your next meal. No MSG, clean ingredients, and a portion of every sale is donated to Hungry Heroes, serving those who serve others. So head over to ReloadRub.com and order yours today. <laughs> I really like this episode because we all keep running to our bourbon cabinets yeah. to try stuff. Oh, oh my gosh. You, <laughs> she just knocked over the whole table. Did she fall? No, but the dumb freaking dog. Hang on. Stop. Stacey, get the dog. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw a Glenn Karen head to the, towards the floor. <laughs> we've, we've got three different spirits plus a Coors Latte laying on the carpet. Stacy took her headphones off and the dog ran through the damn cord and (laughs) took Uh off with him. I just noticed the uh, (laughs) raccoon pecker uh, sticking from your microphone too. Hey, rocking that shit out, man. (laughs) All right. Uh, Let's take a brief, uh, brief little pause. Let me, Intermission. St- let me straighten the interface out and get this stuff up. Holy crap. Okay. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my God. I thought, I thought she went down. <laughs> I did, too. I thought she fell. <laughs> she was so excited to get that new <laughs> I'm going to get a swig. <laughs> I drink that shit straight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Bitch, I drink that straight. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to have to... No, don't cut this at all. This no, is amazing. We're going to have to like steam clean this carpet because there's bourbon and beer all over it. I'm so sad. Just, just leave it. That adds character to the studio. You still have, you still have like some uh, small pours. That is so sad. This what's, what sad. didn't pour out of the Glen. Yeah. yeah. Can I hear you guys? I, I'm assuming you can hear me. New riff. Yes. Wow. Super unique. Delicious. Told you. But she couldn't hear me say that, but yeah. Yeah. Told you so.